the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. And Mocha. It's Ross and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Ross and Mocha. Ross and Mocha. My boys, Ross and Mocha. The Ross and Mocha Show. Uh, between Ross and Mocha, who is your favorite? Ross. Mocha. Ross. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Ooh. Maury's day was made yesterday, bro. Oh, it happened. So, Anthony from Queer Eye. He's the, uh, the food and wine expert on Queer Eye. He was in Toronto yesterday to launch uh, Cafe Appliances. And Maury has been in love with Anthony from Queer Eye for quite some time. And they would DM each other. And then I guess Anthony wound up just uh, unfollowing Maury. <laughs> it was a whole thing. He told Maury he was doing a big, massive Instagram purge. <laughs> right. Uh, meanwhile, Maury was the only person on his list that he purged. <laughs> right. <laughs> was one. I purged one of thousands. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands. Maury was the only one that got oh, purged. No. Don't take it personally. Uh, so... Want to play this again for you, which was Maury um, recorded his husband, Matthew, damn it, Matthew's reaction when Maury was going through the closet trying to find the perfect outfit to wear to go and meet his number one crush at the Cafe Appliances event, Anthony from Queer Eye. Matthew. What? So I, what do you think looks better, this suit or this suit? Why are you asking me this at 10 o'clock at night? Well, I need to look yeah, good for yeah. an interview on Monday, and I thought that you'd help me pick out an what interview. I'm interviewing Anthony. Are you really? Yeah. You're lying. Do you know where my wedding suit is? <laughs> Excuse oh. me. Oh. <laughs> Shouldn't I look really wow. good for Anthony? Where's my wedding suit? No. I, well, if I can't wear my wedding suit, what if I wear your wedding suit? No. Well, I need to look good for this. <laughs> all of a sudden, he worries about his clothes. <laughs> Out of the blue, all of a sudden, he's worried about his looks. Well, it's Anthony. Uh -huh. Maybe I should do a French tuck like he does on the TV. Okay, that would be a first. Yeah, why did you try that hard for me? Well, can you oh. find help me find something that's Jeez. like awesome I don't know why Anthony? you're so concerned about your looks for Anthony. Anthony all needs of a sudden. To, well, because maybe Anthony will like me. Like you? In what way? You know, find me cute or whatever. Okay. <laughs> cute? Yeah, okay. Just a little. Should I leave my wedding ring at home? Uh, excuse me? Okay, well, I'll leave my wedding ring at home and I'll call Sean Desmond. No, no, you can't. <laughs> I'm sliding into Sean Desmond's DMs right now. Okay, yeah. We'll see how fast he rushes over. He will. He's Portuguese. We're nice. <laughs> I'm going to be Anthony's toast and he'll be my avocado. Okay. How long did it take to think that one up? Wow. That is a house of love. Oh, my God. 416-870-8888 is our phone number. Uh, it's the Razamogi Show. Hello. Yo. That was the probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. What, the damnits? <laughs> the damnits, yo. Wait, who is this? I am, well, supposedly I know now that I'm Matthew's go-to at this point. Oh! Like, <laughs> the one and only Sean Desmond! What's up, man? How are you, man? Oh, my God, I'm dying. I'm so great, man. I'm even better now. How you guys doing? Good. <laughs> Wait, better now? Is he going to keep an eye on your DMs and look out for Matthew? Uh, I got to watch out for Matthew sliding in, I guess. Yeah. So he thinks that just because the two of you are Portuguese, that you would be there in a heartbeat. Uh, there's a little. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a little more to it than that. Oh, but, yeah. You know, 
I'll be there for moral support. One hundred percent. He's got to wind and dine you first, right? But this, oh my but, god! But seriously, listen, Maury, I'm I'm totally with Matthew though, man. Like, why you gotta like you know don't. Don't get boring, man. Try hard for him too, man. He's he's been around for a while, and he's a Portuguese, a fellow pork chop man. He loves you, guy. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Why don't you try this hard for uh, for Matthew, Maury? Have you seen Anthony? <laughs> oh I, my I god! I have no idea. I have no idea who this gentleman is, but I'm sure. <laughs> not even gonna, like. Is, I don't think I don't think you're his type, Maury. Is, uh, to be honest, like I just don't. I don't know, man. Maury is Anthony hotter than Sean Desmond? Maury, before you say anything, Sean, we have to tell you the look on Maury's face right now. It's like is he, all, morti- is he mortified? All life just got sucked out of him, and he's trying to figure out how to navigate the rest of this conversation. Well, Anthony has posted pictures recently of himself in his tidy whities If you send me one of you, I can compare. That's, that's not the question. Why, that's why, not why, the question. Why, why that's do the, I don't, don't move the goalposts on this, Maury. Is Anthony hotter than Sean Desmond? Oh, snap. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I guess, you know what, more? I guess I know the answer. You don't even have to say anything. Oh! oh. Wow. Yo, you just broke this guy's heart, bro. Wow. Damn, Maury. Wow. I think the love I have for Sean is, is um, different than the love I have for Anthony. Okay. You know what? I'll take that. And I, I totally understand that's a bogus, that. I totally that's a bogus that. answer. I Don't stand for that. I have a better chance at Anthony than I do with Sean. Uh, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony unfollowed you and doesn't read your DMs. Sean is on the phone right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I sometimes reply to your texts more. Yes. Like I, sometimes I do. See? Right. Ah, uh, Sean Desmond, Good. we love you, brother. Thank you so much for calling uh, in. You guys are the best, man. So great to hear your guys' voices, man. Take care. Well, that wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So it happened. Damn it, Maury finally met Anthony. The love of his life? <laughs> Anthony from uh, Queer Eye. The love of his life, exactly, Mocha. The love of his life. So this started when you would just DM him all the time, and then he would DM you, and then one day he wasn't following you anymore, and you got upset. And uh, message him, message him, being like, "Yo, what's up?" And Anthony was like, "Ah, don't worry about it. I just did a purge. You know, social media. Don't take it personally." And the more he found out that he was the only one that was purged off his friends list, <laughs> that's gotta oh, hurt. Ouch. Uh, Anthony was in town to launch the cafe appliances, which are really dope. Check those things out. But um, here's the awkwardness between Dan Mori and Anthony from Queer Eye. Can I just say, going into this, yeah, as you're listening, this is like. Maury is on a first date. Have oh, that in your mind as you listen to geez. this. The nervousness of being on a first date. Right. All right? Anthony. Hi. We finally meet. Clearly the restraining order you told me about didn't take effect. <laughs> Can we undress the elephant in the room? Like, are you not sensing the sexual tension between wow. us? Sexual tension between us? Wow, it's strong. It's extremely palpable. What are you going to tell your husband? I almost left my wedding ring at home. Next question. Because your name must be Coca-Cola because you're so delicious. Oh, God. Next question. Or comment for that. Excuse me. Do you work at Little Caesars? Because you're hot and I'm ready. I love Little Caesars. I'll take that one. If you were a potato, I would totally mash you. 
Wow, that was very aggressive. Are you a burger? Because I'd slap those buns. <laughs> um, thank you for addressing the fact that I do have a butt. My wow. castmates made fun of me for not having one. and I, I totally do. I've been really working on my glutes. So the fact that you just objectified them, I actually <laughs> welcome that with open wow. arms. So thank you very much. I've noticed wow. that because you take you post a lot of photos in your underwear. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, see, that's the thing is that you can call it objectifying all you want. But really, you're just going through his, his Instagram feed at that point, right? Right. Being, let's talk about the one from last Sunday. What about the one from last Thursday? People never want to talk about those. What about the one from last night? Yeah. Okay, so it recently came out that you've seen your co-star's winkies. Oh. Um, how can you work with someone once you've seen them naked? And what's the trick to seeing a co-worker naked? Weird. First of all, it's just the fact that you called it a winky. I don't think anyone's ever called that before. Well, I want to be polite around you. <laughs> um, we share a trailer. We share one trailer. We're not in our own little rooms we change in front of each other all the time and we're very close and things are gonna flop out sometimes when oh, we're changing geez. and we're in a rush it's just it's the nature of it they're like my brothers we've all been to camp we've all been in gym locker rooms or most of us have it's a thing they're human bodies we don't make a big deal out of it <laughs> I'm, I'm such a child flushing wow, <laughs> wow. and uh, if it couldn't get any more awkward more awkward Dude, I this is when the conversation of unfollowing comes up. Oh, okay. You are one of the quirkiest people I've ever met in my entire life. I'm kind of fascinated by you. <laughs> I want to, to, to learn about your parents. I want to speak to your school teachers growing up. Why the hell did you unfollow me? <laughs> Maury, we've been through this. I knew you were going to bring it up. I had a talk with my therapist, and I need healthy boundaries in my life, so I follow oh. people who I'm close with. Oh. Now we've met in person, and we're starting to form a friendship. Don't push it. Do not give Instagram that much importance. <laughs> I talked to my therapist, and he told me to bring it up. <laughs> You're nuts, and I love you. Thank you for having me. How are we going to end this? <laughs> are we, this relationship? No, this interview. <laughs> where, do we, where do we go from here? I think the next thing we have to do when I visit Toronto next time, we have to do an interview um, at a restaurant. I didn't get to have poutine this time, and I would love to have that, and there's nobody I'd love to share. No. You know who's a great cook? My husband, come over. Oh, fine, then your husband. <laughs> you bring your, your little friend. <laughs> you bring your little friend. No, we're gonna have we're gonna have a date where we're gonna go to Barry's boot camp and then we're gonna go eat. We're gonna go for a poutine taste testing and then we're gonna end up coming home and by that time you're gonna have your cafe appliances and your husband is gonna use them to make us a delicious meal. Matthew, wow. it's on. It's on. Wow. Matthew, I would like you to cater my affair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go over real well. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Question for you. At what age do you officially turn into your parents? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. And I'll say this because there's difference for men and women have, it's two different numbers that have come up. Very similar, but two, two different numbers. I'll give you an example. So for women, the age that you start becoming your mother, uh, you start taking up hobbies that your mother would enjoy, right? So like, okay, for ladies, I'm going to say it's like 30s, like... Ugh. No, I need specifics. Okay, 30s doesn't cut it. Okay, ladies, I'll say 35. Okay. And guys, I would say 30. I'll say younger for guys. Okay. Okay, so ladies, I'll, 
I'll say 35, and guys, I'll say 32. So some of the things that they say, again, with the women, it's like you, you take up hobbies that your mother would enjoy or that are motherly. They use knitting, but it could be anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, using cliches and expressions that your mother uses. Okay. And then it's what age do you also start to start looking like your mother physically, where your body starts morphing into your mother's body. <laughs> okay. Okay. And for guys... Um, the physical stuff is what happens first. Physically, you start becoming your father. That's the, that's the first sign. Yeah. And then you start doing things like making sure that all the lights are turned off in rooms that nobody's in. Yeah. Dressing more conservatively. Uh-huh. And then starting to believe that your father's political opinions are right, as opposed to all those years that you thought that he was an animal. For what okay, can I change my answer then? Yes. Okay. So for guys, I'm going to yeah. say 38, and yeah. I'm actually going to say... For I'm going to stick with 35 okay. for ladies. Maury, what do so you 35 say? 35 and 38. I, I became my dad at like late 20s, early 30s. I started banging cans to get a discount and changing price <laughs> tags at an early age. Wow. I even look like my dad. I sound like my dad. You're like a cast member from Shameless, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> but you do very the much look like your dad. The worst is when my dad and I are shirtless. We yeah. have the same body. <laughs> what do you do when you're shirtless? Oh, like, like together? Yeah. Barbecue or swim. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. So when you go to your dad's place for a barbecue and you get into the backyard, y'all like just whip off your shirts and yeah, stand around the barbecue? That's the rule. There's a sign. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> which, which in my head makes sense. Like when I see that happening, I'm like, yeah, it's a hot August day. You're in the backyard. There is a pool. You're, you're, you're where you have no shirts on. Yeah. But when Maury says, when I go to my dad's house and we take our shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can wrestle in the backyard. Okay, so for women, it's 33. For guys, it's 34. Yes! For women, it's 33. For guys, it's 34. That's the age that you turn into your parents oh, officially. So I was closer with my first answer for guys because yes. I said 32. Uh, or as yes. my dad would say, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's funny, right. earlier um, we were talking about at what age do you officially become your parents? Yeah. And. Oh, we never asked you. Yeah. How old you were when you realized that you were like, well, it's, either like your mom or your dad. Yeah, see, it's in, it's interesting because I. Um, was it a study or it was a, a survey? Yeah, no, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a survey. And they found that women turn into their mothers at. 33. And guys turn into their fathers at? 34. Okay. And it's down to things like, for women, you start taking up this sort of hobbies that your mother may enjoy. You start using cliches and expressions that your mothers would probably use. And then you start looking physically more like your mother. And then with your dads, with your guys and your dads, it's the physicality stuff happens first. Mm -hmm. So it's the losing the hair and your body morphs into your father's. And then it's doing things like turning off the lights in rooms that nobody's in. Because okay. dad always used to do stuff like that, dressing more conservatively, and then taking on your father's I, I do the political opinion. I do the lights thing a lot. It's funny. See, with me, it's um, with my dad. It's it's interesting because there's just little triggers that remind things that remind me of my dad. Because I don't think I've become my father. Yeah. Um. And but my brother, on the other hand, who we still, my brother and I live in the we live in the same house. If uh, if you don't know me talk about that before he and his wife live upstairs and then my family lives sort like of that, on, the, by the on the main floor yeah it's great i really i really love it but my brother burps like my dad <laughs> right <laughs> and so every now and then if i'm just like walking in the house or whatever it is and he's home 
I will hear him burp, and I always just go, "Dad, burp!" Right? Oh, that's yeah, so cute. Yeah. So I don't because I don't have a lot of those things. Like I don't have because when my dad died, there was no sort of like there, nobody had a, a, a video camera like on their on your phone and, sure. all, and all this stuff. Um, and so I don't have any stuff like that. Like I don't have anything of him talking, right? Yeah. Like I don't have any sort of video or, you know, with him laughing or, or talking, but there's just like, there's just little things. And that is just the one little thing that every single time my brother burps, like every single time my brother burps, it sounds just like my dad. Yeah. And I find it so ridiculous that the thing that I carry, like that one sort of triggering sense that I get of like my dad is when my brother's gassy. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's the weirdest thing but also it is so my dad that it's not even funny yeah. so yeah so i mean i agree, I agree with that because I, I think around 34 is really you know when when you start looking like you're looking like your parents well too. i'm glad that my dad Vern still got a head full of hair right and he's like right up into his and 70s he's skinny now. and he's skinny yeah right yeah the rosin mocha show podcast Discover Transat's family collection of hotels in nine sun destinations. This collection features hotels offering special family perks, such as solo parent options, extended kids club hours, and uh, that way, you know, parents can enjoy a romantic dinner on the beach. Yeah, there's also resorts that let kids stay and eat for free, plus Air Transat, which I love, has a kids club to make flying so much more fun, which is free for kids between 2 and 11, and it costs you nothing to sign up, and we cannot stress this enough. The perks, though, after you do sign your kid up are exceptional when it comes to taking your family on vacation. There's a dedicated family check-in counter at the airport, priority boarding, which when you see other people boarding first, you're always like, mm-hmm, yeah. what'd you do? How much you pay? It's free. Just sign your kids up with like, Kids Club. I had a couple of kids. Yeah, and I signed up for Kids yeah, Club. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and you get a ton of onboard surprises, and they're really, really great for kids. They're uh, go really to airtransats.com for all the info. Okay, now let's take a phone call. Okay. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who's this? Hi, this is Lindsay with my son, Oliver. He wanted to call in and talk to Roz and Mocha. Oh, all right. What's up, Oliver? Uh, can you guys play Ralph Raid for me? Oh, <laughs> damn. You like that game, huh? Yeah. All right. How old are you, Oliver? Six. And is Mouth Charades your favorite game? Yes. Yeah? What do you like about Mouth Charades? Uh, that you always like Mouth Charades. That's great. All right. When's the last time we played Mouth Charades? Has like, it been a while? Yeah, weeks, yeah, man. But, yeah, last month more, he says. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. We, can, we can hook that up for you, little man. He um, really likes listening to you guys on the podcast. Every time we have any, I'll say, spare time, whether we come home sure. from work or school, it's always... We walk in the door, and he wants to listen to Raz and Mocha. Oh, that's super sweet. So, Oliver, between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, Raz. Oh, oh wait. Oh, so, what? Raz is your favorite, Hold but you on. like it when I win mouse raids? Did you, did you? Yes, I don't know why. Just so weird. <laughs> I don't know why, just because. <laughs> All right, Oliver, uh, give us a minute to get everything organized, and we'll play mouse raids for you, okay? Thanks. The Raz and Mocha Show Podcast. And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. Ah, yes. One of my favorite games that we play on the Raza Mocha Show. Uh, Do we need to give Mocha a moment to score everything and see where we're all at? No. Uh, So the way mouse charades works, very much like regular (laughs) charades. 
which is you give the clues only making sounds with your mouth. Damn it, Maury will be giving the clues. Uh, we'll go back and forth between Mocha and I on guessing. Yep. In the past, I've not done well at all with mouth charades. I am strong and confident enough to say that this is not my strong. I can't even say it right. I don't win a lot. You got one. Ah, you don't win ever. I don't win ever. <laughs> I've never won. I've never won mouse charades. <laughs> you got one last time. Uh, I've never won mouse charades. So what you're going to hear is a uh, ding to signify the 20 seconds that Roz and I both have to yeah. guess the mouth charade clue from Dammit Mori, right? And then a double buzz to signify the end of that 20 seconds, right? In front of Dammit Mori. He's got the clues. Okay. So, uh, damn it, Maury, uh, who would you like to start with? I, let's give you a chance. Okay. Thank you. Ooh, wow. So polite. Right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. And make sure you sit on your hands. No pantomiming, no hand motions, no nothing. Literally hands under bum. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I don't know what that is. Well, you're supposed to guess. Oh. That is... Uh, it's like... I'm so obsessed with looking at that mouth. <laughs> I can't That's even. What she said. I can't even concentrate. I don't even know. High heels walking across the floor. Oh. <laughs> it was a hardwood floor. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's a mocha word. Okay, mocha. Okay. Hold on. The font is so small. <laughs> and you wear glasses. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. <laughs> that is pushing a door, pushing weights, lifting weights, lifting something heavy. I'm going to give it to you. Did I get it? I'm going to give it to you. Lifting something heavy. That's what I just said. <laughs> You need glasses for your ears. <laughs> so then you're right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know why I hate playing this game, right? There's not one part of this game that's funny or interesting or entertaining. Maury's about to pass away oh in the middle of mouth charades. <laughs> okay, Literally, next word. The funny, I had, I had an out of mouth okay. moment. Okay. Okay. Ross word. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. That's the same bloody thing you did last time. Ew. Look at that mouth and tongue, <laughs> bro. <laughs> uh. Ew. That... <laughs> that was probably the grossest thing I've ever seen you do on the show. Don't say that. My husband's listening. Okay. It was a running horse. I didn't even guess. <laughs> Why didn't you let the man guess? It went. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My time ran out. Even still. Okay. <laughs> That sounded but exactly what? the same that, that as the high heels walking across. It's not my fault of high heels sound like a running horse. <laughs> okay, do high heels. Do running horse. Now you know why I don't win. But you didn't guess on now either. Now you know why I don't win. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. Okay. Drinking. Drinking. Uh, sucking. In Breathing in air. 
Drinking a juice box. Oh, sucking through a straw! Yes. Oh! Oh, shut up. Oh! That's two nothing! Two nothing! (laughs) That's two nothing! You all right? Me? Yes. Don't worry about me. Okay. Leave me out of this. This is... <laughs> but you're my opponent. Nah, nah, leave me out of this. <laughs> okay. Bra's word. All right. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 somebody being electrocuted. Somebody... I don't know. Uh, like, uh, um, that's... Oh my God! Uh, you know what that is? That is the um, uh, the anti missile siren, Ren. right? <laughs> is it? An, is it an anti missile siren? It is not. No, it is Sounds not. Sounds like it though. What was that? Mariah Carey singing at a high pitch. Oh, shut your and mouth! And today is her birthday. Happy birthday to Nobody Mariah cares. Carey. <laughs> I All do. Right. The lambs do. Uh, one more. <laughs> okay, here we go. What's Moko. the score? Never uh, mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's two nothing, by the way. All right, ready, Maury? Yeah. Oh, that is drinking, pouring out a soda can, opening a can. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Oh, opening a can, opening a can, opening a can. Three nothing, three nothing, three nothing, three nothing. <laughs> can, can we just end this now, please? Can no, we, I'd like, like to do one more. Yeah, no, buzzword. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm done. Yeah, you are. I know, but this is so much fun oh, because I won. God. And that is how you play Melchorades, baby. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Mariah did two nights in and around the city last night. So last night was at Rama, and then the night before was at the Sony Center. Damn it, Mori, come in here for a second. Damn it, Maury went to both shows. You did? Yeah, I mean, not by wow. choice. What do you mean, not by choice? My husband's <laughs> like a super fan. Ah, uh, yeah. And made you go? You got to do things for your spouse once in a while. Yeah. Once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Thank God today's payday, huh? Yeah. The only nice thing Maury nice ever does all revolve around Mariah for Matthew. Yeah. The engagement... The holiday shows. Last yeah. night you got his record signed. Yep. By oh, Mariah. You did? Yeah. Did you meet her? I ran up to the front of the stage and waved the record and she signed it for Matthew. Oh, that's and nice. then he hugged me saying, You're the best husband. And I said, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Maury emailed me the other night and he's like, Oh my God, you're part of the Mariah show. Who is? I am. Roz you Weston. Are? Yes. yes. No. Yeah. So. And you didn't know. I had no idea. So Maury's freaking out saying, oh my God, you're part of the Mariah show. So I guess what happens is before she goes into some of the songs from Glitter, they run this giant montage because earlier this year, the soundtrack to Glitter shot back into the top 10. Yeah. Um, because fans were having listening parties before Mariah's new album came out. And Glitter isn't available on streaming sites, so fans were forced to buy Glitter, which then put Glitter, the album, back into the top ten. With, yeah. with the hashtag Justice for Glitter. It was Justice for Glitter. So everybody was like, this is Glitter's redemption. Damn. And I was doing E.T. Canada Live one day, and uh-huh. we talked about this. So here's a clip of uh, me during Mariah's show. You can't hear it very well, but just proof that it's there. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's not one. I hope I'm 
Okay, so so here's the actual clip from ET Canada Live. So listen to this now. It's jumped back into the top 10 in the U.S. And it hit number one in the Philippines overnight. Mariah herself tweeted, not sure what's happening, but I love it. The Lamley is amazing at getting hashtag justice for glitter. Well, when you put something in demand, you realize that people still will pay for it. Like fans still will, you know, pay money for it. I think that's fantastic. So that's the clip that they ran during Mariah's show. Super nice. Now, they don't have to get your permission to, no, to use no, you no, in the show, right? No, no, no. But they didn't run what I said immediately after talking about justice for Mariah. And this is what had me taking shots from Mariah fans for five days after. So Mariah plays the clip of me saying justice for glitter. Yeah. Then they cut the tape. This is what I said right after. The album is garbage. Yeah, though. Like, like, I mean, even Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> I wonder why she didn't include this part of the show. The album is garbage. Yeah, so that's right? the thing. Like, I mean, even Mariah fans have to admit, like, it's it not, wasn't a good movie. I understand. If you're going through the catalog, though, yeah. like, if, when you're going through the catalog. If you have the rank them, I think yeah, Glitter's on if, the bottom. If I think. You, but if you're committed to listening to binging on all Mariah's albums, Glitter has to be in there. Absolutely. And not faulting you for that, but man. Yeah, Wingard says hurt to pay for that, though, a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. So they cut it at that point. Now, let me just clarify something, okay? Sure. The, I don't, I'm not necessarily thinking that the album is garbage. I know there's a couple songs on The movie was garbage. We all know that. The album, but if you are ranking Mariah albums, and this is what I was trying to say to fans. I know I said it was garbage, and I got beat up for a long time over that by the Lamely. Um I know I said that, but if you are ranking Mariah albums, Glitter has to be close to the bottom, if not the bottom. Absolutely. There yes. are great songs on it, okay. but it's not your favorite. Glitter, Glitter is definitely, on my list of Mariah albums, Yes, the very bottom. Right. At the tippy top would be Emancipation of Mimi. Now, can and I the just, Rainbow album would be up there, all these other things. So can I just tell you, when Maury told me that I was part of the Mariah show, why my heart sank. Because I immediately thought that they were running clips of people trashing it. And oh. that she was touring around the world right now, playing the clip of me saying it's garbage with my name underneath it. The album is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not prepared for the backlash that would have happened. You're like, please let them not use that 1.24 no, no, seconds. No, of the album going, is garbage. <laughs> Uh, anyway, they didn't play that part. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So let me explain the Florida Man Challenge and why the Florida Man Challenge can exist. And while, yes, it's still fun to laugh at Florida, mm -hmm. the reason the Florida Man Challenge exists is a reason that we should all be completely envious of. Okay. So the Florida Man Challenge is, you type in hashtag Florida Man yeah. and your date of birth in Google. Okay. And it will spit out some crazy headline because Florida is just full of crazy, we all know that, yeah. about <laughs> something that happened in Florida that correlates with your birthday. So what is your Florida Man Challenge, Mocha? Okay. Half nude Florida man wearing underwear marked, quote, breathalyzer, blow here. Arrested for DUI. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Maury, what is your Florida man challenge? Florida man threatens to kill neighbor with kindness, the name of his machete. Right. <laughs> My Florida man challenge is Florida man 22 allegedly attacked mother with sausages. 
Now, okay. Florida has always been a hotbed. We forever, forever. Whenever you hear a crazy story, you're just like, oh my god, it's Florida. Yeah. But there's a reason that the Florida challenge can exist, and like I said, it's a reason that we should all be envious of. And one, Florida has a huge population, so there are crazy things that happen in Texas, California, New York. You just don't hear about it. Because Florida has what they call the Government in the Sunshine Act. What the Government in the Sunshine Act is, it's from 1909, and they've been proud of this tradition, which means all government business is public business and therefore should be available to the public. So basically, public officials are required to open all their meetings, even unofficial ones. Because of this, any arrest report is freely available to all reporters and then they use this to pad out arrest stories as entertainment in their news and then bloggers go searching for these things for the funny mug shots and the funny stories to use as click so, and it's so deep that one of the governors in Florida in 2008 had to invite a reporter to his wedding. What? Because it was a government official with other government officials gathering where they could potentially talk about government things. So he had to invite a reporter to his wedding to make sure that it was all documented and they weren't hiding anything. Holy so, so the reason we should be envious, yes, we can laugh at Florida, right? Because a guy beating his mother with sausages is funny, right? right? But what this does is that it allows journalists and citizens to uncover and monitor corruption, conflicts of interest, and abuse because nothing is secret. So imagine for a second, yes, you may have man allegedly attacks mother with sausages or... Nude Florida man wearing underwear marked breathalyzer blow here, arrested for DUI. Or Florida man threatens to kill neighbor with kindness, the name of his machete. Right, but imagine (laughs) everything that we have now, all the secrets in the town you live in, in the city you live in, in the province you live in, and in this country. Imagine for a second how different things would be if all government business was public business. Wow. Where there were no secrets. Well, you just made the Florida man challenge so serious now. It should be. You can laugh at Florida, but we should all also very much envy Florida. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. What's your name? Hi, my name is Shirley. What's up, Shirley? Uh, Since I saw Demet Moore's uh, Instagram story yesterday, he finished with the boot camp challenge. I want Ross and Maury to do the arm challenge again because I feel like, you know what? Maybe this time Maury's going to win. Okay, hold on. What happened? Okay, Maury, come on. in here. There's a- I don't follow <laughs> Maury on social media. so How dare you? What? Um, I don't know what Maury posted on his stories. What was it that you posted on stories? I did the 19-day face yourself challenge at my boot camp Barry's. And what it's does that ni- mean? Face 19 yourself. classes in 30 yeah. days. Okay. So I've completed the challenge. You did? Yeah, I won. Uh. I won the gift. What was the gift? A tote bag and a glass of champagne. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So congratulations, I guess. Thank right? you. Thank you. Yeah. That's, uh, Can you tell? A round of applause. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> <laughs> so Shirley, know. now you want Maury to do what now? Do the arm challenge again. Oh, the you beat Ross at an arm wrestle again. Oh, an arm wrestle. wrestle. You called it an arm challenge. You talk like my mother. Do the arm challenge. <laughs> so you want Dana Maury uh, to to face off against Roz in arm wrestling again? Yes. Okay. Now, do you want to stay on the phone for this, Shirley, so you can hear the outcome? For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the past, this is like, I don't know, round eight or nine. I've stopped counting. Every single yeah. time Roz wins. I mean, he wins, but does he really win? Yes, he wins. <laughs> if he beats you, that means he won. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, uh, currently, Roz is undefeated. Right. So you know what I always say? The three greatest things in life are things that I enjoy more than anything else. Yeah. Um, one, having my butt tickled before I fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, two... <laughs> is nothing but a good time by poison. Yeah. And three is beating Damon Warren in an arm wrestle. Okay. So if you're ready, I'm ready. I'm not even going to take my jacket off, Maury. I was just about to leave. Oh, well, thanks for sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got stuff to do. Okay. okay, I will, however, roll up my sleeve. I'm a little chilly today, so I'm not going to take it off. But you're going to okay. roll up your sleeve? Yeah. Okay. And you're going to go right arm, right arm. Right arm, right arm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Maury! Dude, did you see that? No, what did you he do? You didn't even see what he did. What it was did he a do? nervous sucking thing. sucking on his thumb it's just now. It's a nervous thing. I'm not doing thing. it now. No, I no. Why would you no, suck on your thumb like a baby? I'm not doing it now. Your thumb was literally just in your mouth. Yeah, that's weird. Not happening. Why would no, you do that? Not that's happening. It's a nervous weird. thing I do. Not happening. No, it's not. That's the no. first time. We've known you for almost 10 years now. What if I go to my locker and get one of my plastic gloves? Nope, not happening. I will no. get a latex. Oh, okay, I will get a yeah. latex glove. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go, go get one of your plastic gloves. <laughs> like a rubber, like a weirdo latex glove. Dude, Dude like legit. So just weird. now, his finger, his thumb was in his mouth. He Why was sucking was he on his thumb. That? And I like, I like how Maury says that. Oh no, it's just something that I do all the time. Do you not think that we would goof on him constantly yeah. if he was a thumb sucker? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's literally like, the first time he's ever sucked his thumb in front of us. Right. And I think the next important question is, oh, look, you just walked back in. Why do you Damn suck worry. your thumb? Yeah. No, no, not why do you suck your thumb. Oh. Why do you yes, have right. Thank you. white latex gloves in your locker? Well, you never know when you're going to need latex gloves. <laughs> Look <at> this. <laughs> Dude, you look so weird. <laughs> you look so weird. <laughs> okay. Now, will you play with me, Ross? <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Here we go. All right, here we go. So, right arm, right arm. Shirley, are you ready for this? Yes, I am ready for this. Roz versus Dammit Mori, arm wrestling on three, two, one, go. No! <laughs> Even through the latex gloves. Oh no! So there you go, Shirley. Uh, Roz once again remains undefeated. <laughs> and still. Oh my god! Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, bye. Shirley. Thanks, bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Cindy. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hi, good, good. good. I'm good. How are you? Uh, amazing. We're going to try to uh, help you out here. Okay. Cindy, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My husband and I have been married for a year, dating for six years. Congratulations on that. Uh, <laughs> we're still in a long-distance relationship because his work is in the U.S., and he and his family want me to move to Windsor or California for the sake of my husband's job. I don't want to move, and he doesn't want to move. I guess he doesn't want to move back here with you are. Uh, we're stuck mm -hmm. because no one is willing to leave their current life. Um, so right. where is your husband? So right now he lives in Ann Arbor with his parents, and he works 
in Michigan. Okay, basically. so so he works in Michigan, and you live where in Toronto? Yeah, I live in Scarborough. Wait, so why, why do they? Move? First of all, big up Scarborough. Why do they want you to move either to Windsor or California? Like, I understand Windsor because Detroit's right there. Yeah, but like, yeah. why California? That's on the other side of the U.S. <laughs> I think because um, he works. He's an engineer, mm. so there's work for him there too, for a car company. So does he travel a lot from? Michigan to California? No, but he said, um, if I don't want to move to Windsor, maybe we can start a new life in California. Fair enough. Uh, how often yeah. do you guys see each other? Um, every other weekend. Yeah. And has this been the way, this exact way for the past six years? Yeah, except for the past, like for the, in the beginning of our relationship, he was studying uh, Waterloo. Okay. So that it was kind of long distance there, but that was like nothing. What do you do? Um, a caseworker. A caseworker. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there a job opportunity for you as a caseworker, either in Windsor or California? Uh, probably more likely in Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. So what has the discussion been between you and your husband then? I mean, is there like any type of compromise whatsoever on either side? Or you are just both not willing to leave your lives where you're set right now? Yeah, basically we both don't want to move yet. Why don't you want to move? Mostly my job, my family and my friends are here. Okay. Yeah. So in situations like this, it's one person's going to move, the other person's going to move, or you guys are going to decide together on moving to a sort of third place and starting fresh, which I guess in your case would be the California option. Yeah. California, very beautiful, by the way. Um, yeah, so, way better than Windsor. <laughs> yeah, way, way better than Windsor. So, I mean, it, it's it's you're in a tough spot, but it comes down to... The debate as to who should be the one that moves, you can break it down to a lot of different things. And I don't want to say whose job is more important because that's a crass way of saying it. But when you are building a future with somebody, right, which mm-hmm. you and your husband are, first of all, you have to live together at some point. You can't, yeah, you, you, got, you guys are going to be, you know, try, it's going to take you years to uh, accomplish what other couples can do in just months with only seeing each other every Wait, other weekend. Had you ever lived together before? Um, yeah, he actually worked for home for a year so okay. he, we live together for a year so it comes down to you know who has the most people who are depending on them in that particular area that's one factor so if you live in Scarborough and you have mm-hmm. like family members that need you maybe you're taking care of somebody who's old maybe all this stuff mm-hmm. right so that that's one in that's one check mark on that side if his job you know pays a lot more not that the money is the only thing but if his job mm-hmm. pays a lot more and will provide you guys and you know where you could then go and find something else in that area, then that's one check for him. But I think that what you need to do is write everything down, okay? And then on one side, it's going to say, my husband. And then on the other side, you're going to write Scarborough. And then on that side, you're going to write your friends, your job, your family, uh, the mall you like. Scarborough knowing, Town Center. Scarborough <laughs> Town Center. Knowing, yeah. knowing, where all, knowing where all the TV stations are on the cable remote off by heart. You're going to write all this stuff down, okay? Okay. And then you're going to go through the list and you're going to go, do I pick my husband over knowing where all the channels are on my cable remote? Yes, I pick my husband. <laughs> uh, do I pick my husband over Scarborough Town Center? Yeah, I pick, ah, my, I pick my husband over ah, Scarborough Town Center. Scarborough Town Center okay. pretty lit, though. Okay, then you're going to go, uh, do I pick my husband over maybe seeing my family and friends, you know, a couple of times a year? Do I pick mm-hmm. my husband over the house that I live in right now and that I love? And then he's going to do the same thing, right? And then you guys have to have a conversation because it's not what you're willing to give up, okay? It's how bad do you want this to work? Because it's not going to work. You guys aren't going to be married for 40 years seeing each other every Mm -hmm. other weekend. That's no way to live. (laughs) It's going to breed contempt. And at some point, somebody will resent 
their decision. And that is when things get ugly in a relationship is when resentment kicks in. And he has to do this too. Now, the option of California seems very appealing to me because one of the main mm-hmm. reasons why somebody won't move in a long distance relationship is that if somebody lives in you know Vancouver and their partner mm-hmm. lives in Winnipeg, the guy who lives in Vancouver or the woman who lives in Vancouver is like, I am not leaving Vancouver winters to go and live in Winnipeg. Like mm-hmm. stuff yeah, like exactly. stuff like weather matters. Yeah. A, a lot mm-hmm. to people. And in Winnipeg, fun fact, yeah. it's winter like all year round. All the time. Basically. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, no, I I would not go there. So somebody's <laughs> so I would say somebody's gonna move. Right. And you, okay. you guys can't just both sit there and dig your heels in. Um, before we wrap things up, Cindy, had you talked uh, about this situation with your husband prior to getting married? Because this has been a situation that's been happening for years. Like, had you yeah. talked about a plan and figure out who's going to move where and try to get the two of you in the in the same home? Yeah. So originally before we got married, so while we were engaged, we talked about it. Yeah. Well, I told him I was going to go there like maybe later, not now, like after... Because right now I'm like 29, so maybe a few years later, I'm willing to move there. And then he said he would be willing to move here um, after he finishes his master's mm-hmm. so that he can get a job here. So we kind of both said something, but right now nothing is working out. Is he making a lot of money? Uh, Yeah, more than here. <laughs> you got to put the financials into play here too. I know that sucks. And I know mm-hmm. it sucks that when you're in a relationship and somebody makes way more than you, it makes you feel insignificant in situations like this. And it shouldn't, yeah. but it is a factor. It is a factor. Mm-hmm. All right, Cindy. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, no well. worries. Thanks for reaching out. Thank you. Okay. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. When are you too old to use certain slang terms? That's the question. Depends on what the slang is, I think. Okay, let me go through a couple of them. Sure. So a new survey asked people, when are you too old to use slang terms like bay and hangry? Uh, I think hangry is, it's funny because people have been using hangry a lot in the past like two years, but I thought that word was around forever. Like forever. Ever, ever. Yeah. Are you looking for specific ages? Yeah, so the majority of people say you need to stop using slang when you hit what age? There is an age that they decided on. Okay, I'm going to say that the survey says... Majority of people say... Survey says... Uh, 52 years old. Survey says. That's what I think. So some of the words before I get to how old. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that tell you me the should, words. That you should stop saying. Okay. If you're at this particular age, according to the survey? Things like fleek. Okay. I don't know. I'd like to hear a 90-year-old use fleek. Hangry. Yeah. Bay. The, when referring to something as the goat, the greatest of all time. Yeah. And also clap back. Ooh, with the clap back. You know what? I would love to hear a 90-year-old use all of those words. Okay, let's not, like, we, I would like to hear 90-year-olds, but, but that, that's that just a... funny, though. So, like, let's dial it back. Okay. I wouldn't have a problem with my dad, Vern. No, but you're just doing it for jokes, though. Like, what, what, what age do you look at somebody and say, oh, man, stop. Okay, like, if I saw one of the nerds, like, in a three-piece walking down the hallway that works in this building. Yeah. Say, uh, check out my briefcase. It's uh, it's uh, pretty fleek. Hey, guys. <laughs> okay. Then I'd be like... <laughs> Man, jeez. <laughs> then I'd be like, bro, how old are you? Okay. 
So however old that guy is? However old that guy okay, is. Okay, Maury, what do you say? Uh, I'm going to say 40. 40. But then there are terms where it's okay if you're 40. Like, you know, if you bring back terms from the olden days, then I think those are slangs you can use. Like? Bees knees. No. No. Me out. no. But I think these no. terms, I'm going to say 40. Although hangry, I think, is an okay one for anyone to use. So what's the survey say? 43. 43? Oh, snap. You can't use them anymore. I don't use them, which is great. You, uh, what you talking about, Bay? What do I use? Hangry? <laughs> when have I ever said no, I'm I've hangry? Ne- I've never heard. <laughs> up until now, I've never heard you say hangry. No, when have I ever said hangry? Can we hear you say this some of the time? I've just said it three times. <laughs> say fleek. Fleek. Yeah, because you overpronounce. <laughs> you, might as well, you might as well walk in here and be like, hey guys, check out my new briefcase. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Yesterday we were talking about slang terms and at what age you should stop using slang. Like the cool slang. I think they said 43 was the age that you should stop. But I'm going to say he's younger than that, bro. The reason why I bring this up is because, ironically, yeah, uh, a news station in Toledo, Ohio, a CBS station, four of their news anchors last night, and this blew up on Twitter, Okay, four of their news anchors last night did a segment where they were going, they're integrating slang terms, yeah. words, into their broadcast. But as a goof or legit? No, I think I think it was a little bit of both. I think they knew just listen to this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it was they were like trying to be funny. Okay. But it just came off just awkward. Okay. All right? Yeah. Good morning, TPS students. It is testing week and it's time to slay all day. Yeet! Stay woke, be all on fleek, and get that Gucci breakfast. Goals! Say bye, Felicia, to that testing stress. Weather's going to be turned, right, Chris? Yes! Toledo weather going to be the lit during testing week. A hundo P chance of success. You've got this, kids. Steve, how about that traffic? Are we looking okay? Better than <laughs> We're talking turn FOMO. Won't be an issue. No traffic problems around any TPS schools to keep you from taking those tests. <laughs> okay, first of all, it's a total goof. It's a total goof. I don't know. It's a total goof. I think somebody who works there behind the yeah. scenes was like, guys, yeah, no, I wrote this script. No, if no, you no. read it, <clears throat> no I way. promise you, you will sound like the four coolest people in Toledo, Ohio. Hell no. We, we're all missing the joke on this. This is a goof. I don't know why they did it, but it's a goof. Nobody, they legit, nobody who was saying all that stuff was legit thinking that they were doing something where somebody would think that they were cool. The whole thing is a goof. And anybody who doesn't understand that it's a goof, you're delusional. Uh, this is why aliens haven't come here yet. No, Reads it's one not. tweet. No. <laughs> people are so dumb. Why are you so dumb, people? <laughs> Another tweet reads, I hate this so much that I just finished watching it at least 20 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So they win. <laughs> Another person wrote, I'm a white person and I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> The, the guy, the last guy in the video was a black guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you can tell. Because he actually sounded like he knew what he was talking about. Another person said, I thought I'd stop letting hate into my heart, but here we are. Right. I'm going to go pray now. <laughs> Good morning, TPS students. Uh, it is testing week, and it's time to slay it's a goof. all day. Yeet. 
Stay woke, be on fleek, and get that Gucci breakfast. Goals! Say bye, Felicia, to that testing stress. Weather's going to be turnt, right, Chris? Yes! Come During testing week, a hundo P chance of success. You've got this, kids. Steve, how about that traffic? Are we looking oh, better than oh? We're talking turn. Won't face. be an issue. No traffic problems around any TPS schools to keep you from taking those tests. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, Roz and Mocha Tree. What up, Reese? How are you? Good. Um, I got a riddle for you guys. Oh, oh you have you a, riddle. a riddle. Okay, go for it. Holy. Okay, Reese. Okay. Uh, I know. I don't know if I'll mess this up because I just created Probably. it. You made up the the riddle. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I downloaded three games, but I only have two. How is this possible? You downloaded three games, but you only have two. Two. Because one of the games is a two and one. No. Oh. You downloaded three games. Where'd you download them from? Steam. Steam. Is that legal or is that pirated content? (laughs) It's legal. Okay. Just check. You downloaded three. Oh, but you only have two because one of them you didn't like, so you deleted it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh. All right, thanks, Reese. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, let me uh, throw this new phrase out here for you. Okay. Gymtimidation. Oh, gymtimidation. Gymtimidation. Sounds very s- According to a serious. new survey, half of the people they polled at a 2000 have expressed fear of working out in front of others. Oh, Jim is in G-Y-M. Yes. What do you think? Jim is in a guy? Yeah. Like people are afraid of gyms. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stupid studies come out all the time. Jim intimidation are people who are afraid of working out in front of others. It may sound silly, but as many as 50% say they experience that when around others at their fist fitness clubs. Nearly a third, 32% of respondents reported feeling uh, feelings of intimidation when working out near someone who is in excellent shape. Another 17 say that they grow intimidated when exercising in front of somebody of the opposite sex. I've felt every single one of those have things. Have you? Every single one. Really? I have definitely been gym intimidated. You have? Yeah. You've been oh gym intimidated? All the time. Are you gym intimidated, Maury? Because Maury goes, you don't go to the gym that much anymore, Mocha. Bro, I stopped going to the gym one week before uh, our son Cruz was born. Right. It's been almost two years since I've stepped right. foot in the gym. No, 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 no. I'm not that. proud of oh, that. Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted applause for that. No, I don't want to. Oh, I oh. need to get back. Are you oh, kidding? I'm a fat ass don't need more pizza. You hide stuff. it well. Yeah. No, you don't look any different. Yeah, you look great. Wait, so all that gym work that I put in before, like, meant nothing? That's true. No, I'm not saying that at all. I don't know so what, what I'm saying. saying. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm not going to get myself out of this. There's no, there's no easy way out. There's no easy way out. I, 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 choose, to, I choose to bail. You feel gym intimidated yeah, right now? Yeah, I feel, exactly. Not even in a gym. No. Uh, Maury, do you feel gym intimidation? No, not at all. No. I find, oh, get out of here. Yeah, you do. I, no, but I go all the time. I find the hot guys all around me sort of motivation. Like, it's eye candy. It's something to look at to pass the time. But what, oh, what, wow. what about when you're in the gym and he goes, all right, fella, shirt's off. I just look at everyone taking their shirts off. But you don't take your shirt off. Hell no. Why not? Because I'm not as good as everybody else is. And I know that if my husband found out I took my shirt off at the gym that things would be worse at home. So that is Jim intimidation. No, it's Matthew intimidation. No, it's not. You, you don't, it, Matthew is secondary in this. You don't want to be shirtless in front of guys who have rock hard bodies who are shirtless. 
Yes, it is. That's no, exactly what this is. And what no, is it? That's just, I'd rather just look at you than you look at me. But what? <laughs> that sounds so weird. I know. <laughs> But when they say at the gym, first line. of all, when you go to a gym where they're like, all right, boys, shirts off. It's yeah. super weird. Yeah, take all my money. Yeah. Um, so that is exactly what this is, though, is that you feel intimidated being around people who have better bodies than you at no, the gym. No, I go because of their better bodies. But No, I'm there I'm not, because I like no, no, looking no, no, no. at I know. them. Okay, listen, pause for one second. I'm not saying that you don't go there to look at hard bodies, but it's you the feel cheapest thirty bucks but, I've paid to look at them. But you feel intimidated with your own body within that room of people with great no, bodies. No, I'm ashamed. That's the that's okay. That's what so it is, man. No, there's a difference between ashamed and intimidation. It's the same thing. I don't think so. It's the that's exactly what we're talking about here. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> anyway, that's why I don't go to the gym. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is My question is Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you Hi Angela, it's Roz and Mocha, how are you? Good, how are you guys? Doing great, uh, welcome to the show Thanks so much Alright Angela, you wrote us this Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I'm on all the dating apps. I've been on too many first dates to count. I'm very picky and can tell quickly if I like a guy, so second dates rarely ever happen. Wow. This past weekend, I was talking to a guy who was making me laugh. He told me he's visiting family but lives in the States for work. Despite knowing this, I agreed to meet up with him that night. The date was amazing. He seemed to have as much fun as I did. My question is this. Do I try and keep in touch with this guy or just leave it as is? I'm torn because I haven't had such great date in a very long time. Thanks so much. So are you asking whether you should pursue a, a long distance relationship? Not even necessarily that. More just trying to keep in touch so when he comes home, we can kind of reconnect. So him working in the States isn't actually a long term thing. It's um, supposed to be for another six months or so. Mm-hmm. So it you know, is it worth trying to keep in touch and seeing if something's there? Like I said, it's just so hard to meet someone who I actually like lately. Why are you? Um, so why it's are really you, exciting. Why are you torn with this? Why wouldn't you pursue it? Um, I guess because I don't want to be like that clingy girl from Canada who is like still messaging this guy. Then don't be that clingy girl <laughs> from Canada. Yeah. Why don't you just like okay. take things day by day and treat it as what it is right now, and don't analyze and look ahead you know what could this become in 10 years like just take it day by day what's wrong with that well part of the thing too is that we haven't talked since the day after the date so it's been like Uh, a week now well why haven't you why haven't you messaged them um probably for that same reason girl get off your ass to be clingy come on Uh, really? uh, there's, there's, okay, there's one sort of red flag in this, and I am all for people doing grand gestures for love and, and following your heart and all that stuff. There's one sort of red flag in here for me. When people travel and use dating apps while they're traveling. So he is right now based somewhere in the States. He has a place that he lives. He has his circle of life. He gets on Mm -hmm. a plane, comes back to Canada and starts on the dating apps. That's a little red flaggy to me. Angela, did you guys like hook up that night? Yeah. So that's the interesting thing is we actually had a really, really good date and I'm not a type of person who gets physical on a first date or even a second. And then with him, it happened. So some of my friends are telling me, you know, maybe it happened and it was so good because you knew it was just like a one-time thing. And so you guys just had no guard up. Yeah. So then I'm just, I'm kind of in my head about that. The thing too, is that I, I, 
taught myself and I've told myself after many dating and many relationship experiences is not to chase. So now I'm kind of going against all my rules. You know, I hooked up with this guy. I kind of want to chase him. Yeah. Okay. So you guys went out once you hooked up. It was physical. And then you mm-hmm. talked the next day and you haven't talked since. Yeah, pretty much. Has he messaged you at all or did you message him? So he messaged me the next day just to say like, it was a good time. If I'm, you know, when I come back in town to visit family, I'll reach out to you. But then it was like, is he really mean that? Or is that just like the nice guy thing to say? But yes. since that, has he messaged you? No. Yeah. See, this this Boy. this sounds a li- this this was the red flag, which is okay. you know okay. So he lives in the states. He's got a life there. Do you know what his life is like in the states? Do you know like? Um, I know he works a lot. He has sure. a like an apartment, and I think I believe he lives alone. But he has a lot of friends there because he's been there for a couple years. Does is he in a relationship? No, not that he indicated. Well, I mean, I don't think he's going to tell <laughs> you straight up. By the way, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it's a little red flaggy when somebody jumps on a plane and they land and they get on the apps and then they have a hookup. You know, I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't know if that's the best place to start with a relationship. Now, if you both like each other. Right. There's ways to do this, because when you're when you do want to pursue something that is relatively uh, long distance. Right. There's two things that you need, which is you got to be a person that has patience and you got to be a person who's willing to trust. Because those mm-hmm. are the two things you need when building something that is long distance. And I will say this. You can sort of break some rules if you're really into somebody and they're really into you. And what I would do is immediately uh, talk about going to visit him. Okay. Okay. And I where know- does he live? Uh, he's in Indiana. Okay. Right. So I would immediately talk about going to visit him because if he's into you, he will be like, "Oh my God, yes." And then the other thing is. You have to make things personal when things are long distance and texting and even FaceTime and Skype. Those things are not personal. What is personal is a handwritten letter. And I'm, right. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, go old school with this kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. Old school. Now, now, because see, I was going to suggest FaceTime. No, not FaceTime. Not personal. <laughs> FaceTime is not personal. A handwritten, he will not remember, okay, if this doesn't work out, he will not in five years remember the girl from Toronto that he FaceTimed with, that he hooked up with one night. Now, he will remember the girl from Toronto who wrote him a handwritten letter, right? That's what what people remember. That is personal. That's something you can hang on to. Your texts are going to get lost, okay? The handwritten letter will not. Now, where do you send that handwritten letter? So, if you say, hey, what's your address? Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of weird, okay? (laughs) Which is weird to me now, right? But it's weird to me now. Is it not crazy that asking for somebody's address because I want to send you a letter, that is what people used to do. It was a very normal thing to be like, oh my God, yeah, listen, I live in Indiana, you're in Toronto, let me give you my address. But it used to be a normal thing. Yeah. Now, people don't do that anymore. No. If you ask somebody for their for their address, they call the police. Yeah, That's Angela, the red you bring flag. that up. He's going to think that you're trying to send him anthrax or something. Exactly. We don't we don't exactly. trust anymore. But again, what did I just say about long distance relationships? You need patience, and more importantly, you need trust. But right. to me, it sort of sounds like this guy got on a plane, landed, opened the app, hoping to hook up, and he did exactly that. Wait, Angela, yeah, how right. long was he in town for? During that visit, um, so I believe he was just in for the weekend, and he left the Monday morning, and then our date uh, was the Saturday night. Wow! Yeah, so Damn. it really was like yeah. just a couple it's days. A little, it's a little red and, he, and does he travel a lot for work? I know. I think he stays in place for work. He was up here visiting his his family. He came up here just for the weekend to see his family and still hooked yeah. up. Wow! Yeah, Ooh. sounds like a bit of a player. <laughs> 
Um, you're never you're never going to regret telling somebody how you feel. You're going to be okay with that one. You'll get over it even if you get shut out because you're already prepared for it. It sounds like yeah. Uh, yeah. So so I wouldn't I, you know I would do that and just say hey listen man I really like you I really like what we had I know you live in Indiana and this doesn't sound convenient uh, but I'm willing to get on a plane I'll book my ticket tomorrow so we can have another one of those nights see what he says right. So just message him out of the blue, despite the fact that like a week has passed. Listen, I love how we think now in 2019. We are so ridiculous. Message him out of the blue. You guys did it. This is not a (laughs) message out of the blue. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Your skin's touched. (laughs) 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 I think you can message him out of the blue. Okay. Thanks so much for your help, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. A neighbor dispute in California has made it to the news. Yeah, it's one of these stories that started off small, and then it's so weird that now it's gone viral. So there's a guy named Jason Winnis from Santa Rosa, California, and he wanted to privacy fence his yard. So he built a six-foot fence, and then somebody complained to the city. The city said, if you don't chop down that fence, we're going to start fining you every single day. So he halved the fence. So now it's, I guess, shorter. But what he did is he filled his lawn with naked mannequins, like all just sort of casually sitting on patio furniture for all the neighbors to see now. And there's a sign right there that reads, reserve seat for the nosy neighbor that complained about my fence to the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so now when you walk by, you see all sorts of just naked man. It's it's horrible. Jason, what's up, man? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how are you? Good. Bro, why are you causing trouble in your neighborhood? <laughs> I am not causing trouble. My neighbor's causing trouble. I'm just... I'm just doing what I'm told. I'm cutting my fence down, you know? Okay, so the, the, the story was, as we were saying, you had a six-foot fence that you built around the front of your house, and then one of your neighbors, who's real busy, apparently, uh, called the city, and then they said that, what, they were going to fine you unless you cut the fence to, what, three feet? Three feet tall. Uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a notice in the mail, and if I didn't comply, it was going to be a $500 a day Fine. And then you had said, okay, if y'all want to see in my yard so bad, here's what you're going to look you at. You want to see my yard, now you get to see. And then you, you put a bunch, of na- a bunch of naked mannequins sitting around having a party on your patio furniture. Absolutely, yeah. Jason, uh, how did you acquire so many naked mannequins? Well, you know, I own a moving company out here in, in California, and um, I would do hauling, so I was doing a job in a, in, a, in a local town, and I was for a, a clothing department store. And I acquired all these mannequins, and I couldn't bring myself to throw them away because they're just so cool. And I figured my son could use them for target practice oh, or something. Geez. USA, USA. Back there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so why did you need a six-foot fence in your front yard? What was the purpose of that? Like, did you know what the regulation was and what the requirements were in order f- to put up a fence in your front yard? No, I mean, I looked it up on Google, right, and said I could have a six-foot fence um, in front, you know, and, and on the, it's my side yard. It's not my front yard. I got oh, you. okay. So Your I, side I live yard. on a corner lot. Put my fence up. I got two big dogs. I got a king corso mastiff and a pit bull. Jeez. And I want I want a place for them to have some somewhere to run. You know. What's the What's the situation now? Are the mannequins still in your yard, pissing off the neighborhood, or uh, what? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, they're they're out there. 
I've had a couple of them stolen. We had some body snatching going on. Somebody stole but your naked mannequins? Two of the lady mannequins. And I'm wondering where, where they're at and what they're doing with them. Was it your pissed off neighbor that stole the mannequins, you think? We don't know. We don't know. You never know. Could be. Hey, Jason, do you know which one of your neighbors complained about your six-foot fence? Uh, I have, they, you know, they're not coming forward, and I don't think they will. It's so wild. Like, dude, like, you're a guy from California who... You know, put up a fence in your yard, and then your local bylaw committee said that they were going to fine you, so you put naked mannequins in your yard, and all of a sudden, you're in People magazine. (laughs) (laughs) The ripple effect has just been amazing. People magazine. Man sets up naked mannequin party in his yard after neighbor complains that his fence is too high. People (laughs) magazine. Jason, what are you going to do with this newfound fame? Oh, man, I'm just, you know, looking to... uh, so maybe make a point, you know, if, 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 you, if you don't know your neighbor, maybe knock on the door, you know, show some love. I'll tell you, man, if I was your neighbor, just between you and I, I would tell you to leave that fence up because, bro, your lawn is a mess. <laughs> yeah, get you a no, John Deere. Those are my weeds. Uh-huh, yeah, I'd tell you to build a higher fence. I don't have to look at that mess all day. <laughs> hey, Jason, thanks so much for uh, taking time out of your day to join us on the Raza Mogi Show. Hope you get back those uh, those two female mannequins that were stolen. Oh, thank you so much. And big shout out to the Trailer Park Boys out there in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you like those guys? I love those guys. Absolutely. Take a, take a look at the picture of this man's yard, Mocha, and tell me that you're surprised that he's a Trailer Park Boys fan. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Well, the Leafs killed it last night. 7-5 against... Who's stressful? Is that what it was? 7-5? Seven, seven, dude, Tavares scored like four goals. Yeah. See, I what miss- do they call that? They don't have like a name for it, right? No. Because three, three is a hat trick. Yeah. They don't have anything for Two's four. a doubly. Yeah, one's a singly. Yeah, one's a singly. <laughs> two's so a doubly. Singly, doubly. Three's uh, a hat trick. What would we name four? Four like is foursies? no. There is a name for it. I don't Quadsies. Think, no, no. I think it should be foursies. Yeah, because I would like to hear the guys on Sportsnet say, "Oh my God, John Tavares just scored his foursies." No, but it's got to be something like hat trick. Like hat trick has nothing to do with scoring. Like it's just a name, right? Yeah. Like I don't know what you would. So if hat trick is three, yeah. Four. The internet is saying pants trick. It's called a what? Pants trick. A pants trick. That's what apparently the go internet on the says. other internet, yeah. not your internet, yeah. Maury. Not the one that you it was apparently used to search at home by a nine-year-old son of a hockey player years ago. Okay, I've never heard anybody ever say pants that. trick. Okay, a pants trick. No, because if. I guess if you're wearing a hat and then the pants completes it. Yeah, no. Okay, no, but I'm there's not. a lot of there's a lot of clothing in between a hat and pants. Yeah, okay. I'm not going forward with the ideas of a nine year old. Oh, full suit. A full suit. Arms and legs, four. No, no, no. It's like it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be clothes. Like hat trick is ridiculous. So get out of the like the the world of trying to tie it into clothes. Stop thinking like a nine year old. And something with four legs call it a daddy long leg. He just scored his daddy long legs? No. <laughs> no, that's no. Dumb. No. <laughs> I don't like that one. Or no. the four-legger. No. Nah, I don't no. like that either. No. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we go with that. One hand short of thumb. No. No, I don't know where we go with that. Anyway. Well, somebody just texted 925 and just said, just name it a quad. A quad. Right? Yeah. That's not as fun as But that sounds boring. Yeah. Like, you need something... I don't know. So like, pan- like... 
Oh my God! John Tavares just scored an apple pie. Yeah, yeah. Something Again, like, it has nothing to do with hockey, and no, it sounds ridiculous. But yeah. at the same time, it's memorable. So, Daddy Long Legs, it is. No. No, that's not good either. Yeah, I don't know where we go with that because it's it's rare. Like I would like to because I to me I think four goals because we were talking about this yesterday with basketball when the guy scored the half court shot against the Raptors, where I feel that if you're over the half line, that should be more than three points. One, because basketball would be far more exciting to watch guys who are down by three to chuck it from the half to try and get four. Right? Like, I just think that that would be great. Like, I think that there is room for improvement. I know they tinker with rules in hockey and stuff like this every year, but I think that coming up with something for four goals that the fans can grab onto and allowing a beyond half-court line shot that you sink to be four points would really improve the game of basketball. Ah, uh, here we go. Somebody just texted and said, call it a, a double-double. A double. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. The Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. A trick to getting water out of your ear. So funny. Can I just tell you? Let me. Yes, we'll get to that in one second. I can't hear. Okay. So every now and then, when good morning, Maury. By the way, hey buddy. Every now and then, when we're driving in, Maury will beg for a reaction from me, and often, okay. and most times, I recognize what he's doing, and then I don't give it to him. He's trolling you. No, he just he wants attention. Right? Okay. So trolling like some, sometimes Maury will be in the car, and he'll like shift his weight, and he'll go. Oh, my God. Wanting yeah. me to go, oh, my God, what's the matter? And then I don't say anything. And then we're at, like, a stoplight, and he'll just go, move again. He'll go, oh. And then, like, an hour later, he'll come in and go, is there any way to, like, <laughs> fix, like, a hip that you hurt? Because I'll never ask. Yeah. And so driving in this morning, <laughs> uh-huh. Maury's sitting beside me, shaking his head around in circles <laughs> yeah. and, like, hitting the side of his ear. And I give him no attention. Sure. I pretend like it's not existing. It gets to the point of where we're driving. Maury takes his fingers... His hand puts it up to his ear and starts going like this. <laughs> Snapping as if like, I can't hear my own snaps wanting me to go, oh my God, what is the matter with you? And again, I say nothing. Yeah. And where are we right now? Okay, two hours later, Maury finally comes in to get to demand the attention that he did not get while he was trying. Okay, but so I what is... Legit, but this wasn't okay. like, let me test out a joke. Ah, okay. I legit can't sure. hear out of my right ear. right. But why? Water. Is that what it is, though? Well, I woke up. Well, it's water and blood. I woke up, there was blood. There's but, blood in your ear. Yeah, but then I also showered, and now when I go like this, just water comes out. Okay, why was there blood in your ear? How the, I was sleeping. I don't know, but I no, did no, the no, Q-tip like thing, the, and it came out all full of blood. Maybe you... Is this well, like a, my brain burst? Digging with the Q-tip too much. No, because it was there before. Like, when I wake up in the morning, you always wipe the sleep away from your eyes and your ears. Yeah. And there was a little bit of, yeah. So how much blood, though? Um, Like, I guess, the tip of your finger. Like, was it dry what? blood That's or was it dry. wet blood? Dry blood. And was it not earwax? No. It was 100% blood. Yeah, because it, it be was like flat a and flaky. Spider, like, got in I there? I was thinking that, like, an earwig like, or a spider or something. And, like, laid eggs? Yes. That's what I thought. No, see, I think that you probably just had a pimple in there that you just burst. Ew, gross. Gross. Or that's, that. that's more likely. Or does my, it, does thought, it hurt? 
A bloody no. pimple in the ear? <laughs> Dude, ear pimples but, are the worst. There's okay, the, the, no nose get, pimples are worse. I'll get back to your to your uh I'll get back to your bloody ear in one second more because I really have no answers for you. You need medical attention. <laughs> this, isn't, this, this isn't something that we're going to be able to help you with. Okay, so pimple in the ear, yeah. I would say one of the worst. Like yeah. one of the actual worst pimple in the ear. <laughs> I would say pimple on the inside of the nostril, also one of the worst. Yeah. I could put that in number hurts. one. That's more painful. It hurts so much. And then the other ones that really, really hurt are the tiny, 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 tiny pimples that you get right on your lip line. Like just- I've never had that. Sorry, what? Like, you know, like just your lip. No, like I don't. Just on the outs. You never, never had one of those? No. Where it's like just hugging your lip. It's like just almost face, but almost lip. And it's a combo of both. Those hurt. That's an incredible amount. I think I'm actually going to throw up. An what incredible about amount. Bum bum pimples. No. Um, like a pimple on your butt? Oh, yeah. hell no, they don't hurt. It's just ingrown hair. Yeah. But oh. I, the nose ones inside your nose, that's impossible because you, you have to, to it. you really have to, yeah, you guys, you can't, you can't like get, honestly, you can't get to it. I'm going to throw up. Why? It's a, this is a, this is a human natural oh, conversation. <laughs> you didn't help at all more. <laughs> like at all. You didn't help at all. You just, you actually just ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, question for you. Hit me. At what point in your life, at what age do you feel that your life has the most drama. Oh, God. Now, keep in mind that depending on who you are and what you classify as drama, some people that they talked to also said that that year that they would consider to be the most dramatic was also the most exciting. Hmm. So drama's not necessarily all bad. 25? Actually, no. Why? What was going on in your life at 25? I can't remember. That's why I, I said no. Oh. Maybe 30. For the most drama? Maybe 30. Uh, <sighs> no, I'm going to say like maybe 28. 28. Maury, what do you say? I'm going to say 18. You're going to say? 18. 18. Because what? it's when you're thinking about moving out. It's when you're, you know, experiencing bodies it's when you're finding <laughs> love not wrong not wrong not wrong mm-hmm. but funny but not wrong right it's okay. when you're figuring out who you are is there a right they, answer for this yeah, yeah according to this there is they, okay. they they landed on one number 18 is when it was like i had the most drama in my life and everything so but drama because i moved out yeah my dad walked in on me right i realized i well i confirmed i was gay yeah and i was out partying with glow sticks like yeah. 18 was the year man 18 mm. Oh, I miss glow sticks. So you moved out, your dad walked in on you, and you realized you were gay all in the same year? Don't forget the glow sticks. And don't forget the glow sticks. (laughs) Mm. So Maury says 18. I would say that that's like what you're, the final number you're going to say is going to be like 28. It's going to be 26. Oh, close. Yeah, you'd said 25 first. I did. Yeah. Yeah, because I just kind of figure... Uh, you're maybe you're like majority of people might be out of school and you're trying to figure out your future. Yeah. Uh, maybe learning about living on your own and the responsibilities that come with that. You're not at home with like no responsibilities where exactly 
Your parents are paying for everything, right? Is that at 26? I guess you're going to college younger than that, though. And stuff, yeah, right? but I think that 26, I think the problem or what happens at 26 is 26 is right around the time for a lot of people when it gets real. Yeah. When you understand consequences, yeah. when, when you start noticing that there's a clock on your life. You've probably had some sort of sickness by 26 that never would have hit you when you were 18. True. Like a lot of like real mono. A, a lot of real life happens to you right around that sort of mid 20s mark. Yeah. And a lot of it is very is very dramatic. I mean, my god, at 26, like you're talking about exploring bodies at 18, right? Yeah. Sure that's dramatic, but at 26 a lot, of, card a lot of people are at that point like getting engaged and stuff. Yeah. Which is also very dramatic. And then you're like, looking at your a, OSAP bill being like, yeah. I gotta pay this all, yeah. all of this back? Oh, I, didn't be, I didn't even make a dent. <laughs> I only paid a little bit on the interest. Yeah. I still have to pay back the full amount. Yes. That's also the year that a lot of people find out they know you do not qualify for that mortgage. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right? Like there's it's a true. lot of drama that happens at 26. So according to this uh, research, the most dramatic year that we will have will happen when you're 26. Woo! The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Shout out to Drake. Good morning, Shout sir. Out. I don't even yeah. know if he's in Toronto, but I think he's Whatever. in Europe. If anybody knows Drake, tell him that Roz and Mocha said hi. I checked out his new restaurant. Oh, how was it? Um, the reopening so the new, of Pick 6. It's Pick a 6 na- Sports. It's now a sports bar. Yeah. How was it? This is how it should have been, and this is how it was supposed to be. Right. So they renovated the entire thing, where there was this massive gold bar in the middle. It's all just like, see, it's a sports bar. Right. Uh-huh. And it's so much more welcoming. It's Does it look fantastic. anything like what it used to before? Not it was at like, all. More or less was like a, in, a super fancy like sushi restaurant, in wasn't fact, it? In fact, I asked the waiter when he uh, finally brought me my drink. I said, so is the gold... Oh, oh wow. Snap. Wow, Damn. low key this, huh? <laughs> I said, Jeez. is the gold toilet still here? Because Drake had his own bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And he said, no, I witnessed the gold toilet and gold sink being brought out of the ba- of the. I wonder what restaurant. they did with that. You think they like just gave it to they Drake? Said they threw it out. He... Threw it out. No, they're not going to throw out a gold toilet. No, it wound up on the back of some contractor's F one fifty. Probably and it's sitting in a basement in Etobicoke right now in his downstairs bathroom. Yeah. guaranteed. Just... That's how that. That's how yeah. that works. I I know a lot of guys that have done demo, and when you go in and, and do demo, you rent the bins and everything goes in the bins. And at the end of the day. Have at it. All the pickup trucks show up from the yeah. dudes, and they get countertop. They get uh, sure. old kitchen cabinets. Is it all cracked? They get no because no. you take it off all in one piece. Yeah, well, and like sometimes, when you're sometimes the contractors will just. Uh, take those items and sell it too. Yeah. Yeah. The make property brothers money. throw them into the well because they do that for television. Oh, I thought everyone does that. What right? do you think the property brothers are going to show on that show? They're each going to show up with their truck and like looking yeah. digging through the yeah. bins with yeah. their gloves Mark, on, okay. being like, uh, "This is <laughs> yeah. a nice uh, porcelain yeah. sink. Maybe We're, I'll take this one." Jesus, man, we're talking two different things here. Okay, I'm talking day laborers who are you know living in a basement apartment in Malton. You're talking to property brothers who made half a billion dollars last year. Okay? Like, <laughs> Jonathan, they don't need to be digging through bins. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan and Drew are not like... Dumpster divers. No, okay? They're not They're not taking a shower curtain that still has a couple good years left in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Look at this. I could probably get like five more out of this. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not happening, right? Um, so but, some guy in 
and melt it as a gold toilet? Yeah, no, maybe. I, I, yeah, I know. I know guys that have done that have done demo, and they get a lot of really great stuff from a lot of these houses because a lot, a lot of times people will buy a place that is very expensive, but the intent is to just gut the entire thing. And if you're gutting the entire thing, you don't keep the toilet. You just yeah. you buy new toilets, and so stuff like that: countertop, toilet, sinks, fixtures, faucets, everything. All that stuff winds up in the back of somebody's truck, yeah. and they get a garage full of this stuff. So yeah. when they do their own reno, they can actually get some quality, quality I re- thing. I That's really want to know, like, who the person is that has that gold toilet now. Yeah, Drake's. You don't think he's like? Can you bring that to you know the bridal path? I want that in my house. No, no, no. no. You he just buy another know. one. Drake, listen. For the amount of times Drake's been in Toronto since the original Pick Six was open, yeah. he's probably been there like maybe three times. Yeah. And out of those three times, he probably used that gold toilet and sink once. Yeah. So it has some good years on it. Yeah, it's still got a couple good years. It's like that shower curtain. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hello? Buongiorno, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hi, what's your name? Sarah. All right, Roz, Sarah. Is this actually you guys? Of course it is. Oh my God, my heart is racing. Oh, where's your husband? He's at home. Oh, okay. He's ready for work. Well, I hope he's listening to this. Roz, uh, Sarah texted and said, I told my husband that if I ever got through and was able to speak to you guys on the phone, I would tell you guys that you are like poutine. And then she goes on to explain how we are like poutine. So Sarah, can you uh, please tell Roz and everybody listening right now how in your eyes... Your vision of the Raza Mocha show is like poutine. Poutine, very delicious, by the way. I love poutine. Yeah, so does everybody. So do I. Um, I love food. Okay, so, so Raz, you're the fries. Okay. Because you're grounding. You're the base. You hold everybody together. Okay. Um, mocha, you're the gravy because you're spicy and you bring flavor and you're full of joy and your laughter's infectious. And then Maury's the cheese. Because he's <laughs> and it's not poutine without cheese. <laughs> right? And, and and sometimes he comes in here smelling like cheese. Yeah. But but also without the cheese, we're still fries and gravy, which is <laughs> delicious. Yeah, which is still great on its own. No. So okay, so I, I, I take that. I under, I understand that. I, I accept that analogy and that uh, and that praise. And you're right, everybody does love uh, poutine. No, really, like my eyes are watering. You guys make me laugh so hard. On my way to work every day, I have a tough job. It's very emotional, so, like, um, yeah, thank you. What do you do? Yeah, what do you do for a living? I, um, I'm an art psychotherapist, right. and I work with a lot of people that are sort of at the end of the line, so it's very heavy, lots of emotions, um, yeah. and it's hard work, but, like, I, I need the energy because you have to have good self-care to give, right? Yeah. So I find, like, with you guys, you just get me ready for my day, and I laugh, like, actually gut laugh every day, Aww. and it gives me that that light and that strength to go in. So thank you. Well, thank you for listening, Sarah. Thank you for texting in. Uh, Have a wonderful day at work. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, I was dreading this question because I'm a people (laughs) person and I see everybody's good and strengths. Oh, no. Uh Um, How to decide? Do I really have to pick one? Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. (laughs) Who's it going to be? Fries or gravy? (laughs) Oh, my God. Roz. (laughs) Yeah? 
right. Oh, you said me or you picked me. You choose yeah. me. Oh, yeah. I Why? love that. Is it because his arms and legs are skinny like fries? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I, you know what it is? Okay, if you really yeah. want to know the truth, yes, more please. of a personal touch, yes. I think it's your sultry voice and how you execute your statements. Like you're, you're really, really, you seem really smart and, and you think really hard before you speak and you just execute stuff really strongly i don't know that's why i think it's your energy okay yeah first of all thank you very much but you need to dial down the compliments because you're really upsetting cheese right now i love you yeah. love you sarah have a great day thank you thank you so much guys the rosin mocha show podcast yesterday was it was really interesting when we were talking about that apple event and you sign up for that credit card or what? Right. But we were saying how normally it's the tech that rules. Yeah. But how for something like this, they needed to bring out big stars. And boy, oh boy, did they? Yeah. It was like Steven Spielberg opened the whole show. Like, what the hell? And man? they just went on and on and on. And I'm pissed at Steven Spielberg too. Why? Well, because he's yeah. Because he used to be great. Like Steven Spielberg used to be this badass rebel who wanted to reinvent everything and wanted to change the way movies are made and accomplish so much of that. But now he's launched this campaign, which sort of made it weird that Steven Spielberg was there because he now has launched a campaign to try and get other people within the Academy to change the rules to disallow movies on Netflix to be nominated for Academy Awards. Because he thinks that movies should... He's one of these guys that movies should live in movie theaters. Okay. So it's odd that Steven Spielberg was there for a streaming service. Right. Yeah. Uh, also with Apple, where most people are watching stuff on their friggin' phones. Yeah, exactly. So he was happy to take Apple money. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> we all would be happy to take Apple sure. money. I would have no problem taking Apple money. Uh, and then I saw Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. I saw Jason Momoa. I saw... Uh, is it Kunal from... Yeah. Silicon Valley. Yep. He was there. And then... I like him. Uh, Oprah. So Oprah's going to be doing two documentaries for the <laughs> streaming service. And I guess she's bringing back Oprah's book club for oh Apple. God. Oh, my God. Which is another big deal. Yeah. And then they announced the, the... What is it? The Apple credit card? Yeah, you can get an Apple credit card now. For what? To use on anything or just Apple things? I to use on, on anything, anything, right? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if in the disclaimer it says. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. a little asterisk right next to where it says Apple credit card. And yeah. then you look at the very, 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 very bottom of your contract and yeah. it says to only be used on Apple, Apple products. Yeah. Did they say how much it was going to be yesterday more or no? Uh, credit card $10. No, no, no. The, the Apple, Apple TV Plus. No. TV, no, they did not. Yeah. So Apple's going Jerks. all in on uh, TV movies and news. Um, because they announced also their subscriptions to publications that will be a one fee will get you access to these m newspapers and magazines. Well, didn't they buy, they bought um, Texture. Yes. From us, from yes. Rogers. Yes. Our radio station owned by Rogers and they own Texture, which was the app where you can get all the magazines. And so now the question is, when and it Apple comes to it. paywalls with newspapers and magazines, Will people cancel their subscriptions to 
those existing newspapers and magazines to get the sort of all in on Apple. I like, would, what you, like what you thought people would do with texture, but I don't know how successful that was. You know what? I used Did I used you? it a lot. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, interesting. Rather than subscribing, because there were a couple that once they were available on the tablet, there were like three or four that I subscribed to. Yeah. And then once texture, and then it was called something else. I can't remember what it was called the first time. Yeah, I don't know. But then know. they changed it to texture. Yeah. And when they came out and I saw that all these like four or five magazines that I was subscribing to separately were all available on this app. Yeah. And it was like 14 bucks a month. Yeah. Or whatever it Smart. was. Smart. I did all that and then my yeah. wife and because like my wife and I share an account yeah. and she was able to get all her magazines yeah. it was like like I yeah. would I would definitely do No, that it was a big event yesterday and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how much it all costs like all in like if you want all the Apple TV oh, plus God. what is that going to cost? I'm, I'm looking forward s- to seeing that. I'm going to say like 30 bucks. You think 30 a month? Yeah, I oh, think it's going to be 30 God, bucks. Oh God, no. I think it's going to be 30 bucks. Too much. But it's going to be Apple plus and your Apple Music. That's what yeah. I think they're Still At too the much. highest level, it's going to be 30 You bucks. can't go above 20. There's no way people are going to pay more than 20. That's when people start looking at your products, figuring out how to pirate it, rather than looking how to pay for it. Oh, true. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Samantha, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. How's everything out there in beautiful BC? Beautiful. Right. Love it. Uh, Samantha, you wrote us this. Uh, Roz and Mocha, FML. Hey, guys. I'm from the other side of Canada. Beautiful BC. As Mocha just said, my question is, how do you tolerate your child's other parent when you absolutely can't stand them, knowing they aren't going anywhere anytime soon, but want to do what's right for your child? My daughter's father and I only knew each other for a few months, then I moved on. Seven months later, I found out I was pregnant four years later, and we still hate each other. Wow. Are you guys still together, like living in the same home right now, Samantha? We were never even living together. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. This is not, I don't think that this is as uh, uncommon as you think. I think that you're probably, there's a lot of people in this situation. I know people that are in this situation. Uh-huh. And what have you done before I sort of give my two cents and, uh, and, and Mocha as well? What have you done to sort of alleviate the awkwardness or bad feelings? And why do you hate each other so much? We were co workers and uh, we fooled around for a couple of months. Um, one thing led to another and, um, I didn't like how he was. He was a really big drinker after I noticed that and he was like into drugs. So I was like, you know what? You do your own thing. See a kind of thing. He moved to Australia. Um, and that was that. And then seven months later, um, I found out I was pregnant and, um, I contacted him in Australia and he came back and we were on good terms. And then as soon as my daughter was born, um, he just got right back into his old habits, drinking, driving, like drugs, all that sort of stuff. And we've been through court a couple of times. We've never, and ever since then, we've never gotten along. So, geez, this is a tough one because it's not just that, you know, somebody's a jerk or you just don't get along. But no. now, you're starting, now, you're starting, now you're talking about like drinking and drugs and all this other yeah. stuff. So does he, how much, so he obviously wants to be in your, in the, in the girl's life, right? He kind of just talks the talk because... He did live about 10 minutes away, and then we got a court order. We agreed. I'd had full custody, but um, he would see her every Sunday for four hours. Um, About a month after, he moved five hours away, and he sees her for about two hours every month. That's it. 
Yeah, I think that you, uh, you, you're in a situation where you have to play that relationship just low key. And the one thing that you can't do is you can't, even though he has all sorts of problems, uh, you yeah. can't you can't talk crap about him to your daughter. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. Yeah, and you, you just you just can't. I will say this: people that I know who successfully manage to raise kids uh, mm. when they despise each other, they have come to an agreement that they are now business partners. Okay, right. And that kid is your company because business partners don't have to get along at all and oftentimes don't you just have to be a united front that your business which is your kid is going to be successful and whatever that means you guys have to figure out the working relationship that you have for this business relationship to make sure that your company your kid becomes the most successful that the two of you can possibly make it yeah that's a good point I like and you, the way you take all yeah. take all emotion out of it mm-hmm. every little bit of emotion out of your uh, your feelings for them strictly go at this as a business relationship. No, I totally agree. You know what, Samantha? Ross said like everything perfect. I have zero, zero to add to it. <laughs> that was told to me by two, two people who actually lived that and yeah. their kids are incredibly great. And they were, they went in as business partners and that's what they did. And they kept all the conversations. And then what wound up happening is that they could have cordial conversations. They could, cause they were yeah. only talking about the business. They were only ever talking about what's best for the kids. And at that point, point you know when you're dealing with somebody who you know isn't showing up isn't this yes it's hard on your it's hard on your kid but when you look at right. it as a as a as a business partner as opposed to somebody who's deliberately trying to hurt you um you can then act as anybody would in that situation which is to make sure despite them being lousy your kid still becomes your kid is still successful yeah and kids are smart yeah. kids are smart too like they'll pick up on this stuff Immediately, if you guys are uh, not acting very nicely with each other yeah. when she's in the room. Right. Yeah. Because right now we're just both quiet. We don't really think yeah. we're in the room. Kids will pick up on that. And how old is it? Yeah. How old's your girl? She's four. Okay. So this is not the worst that it's going to get for you. The worst that it's going to get for you is when she starts asking you why her dad doesn't want her in her life. Oh, yeah. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. You, yeah. Got, you have that to look forward to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So no I, would start, I would start planning for that. As opposed to okay. dealing with dealing with this, it sounds like two hours a month you can handle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not. Yeah. yeah, that'll be in about eight years. So call us back for another <laughs> FML. We'll try to help navigate you through that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Thanks, guys. All right. All right thank you, Samantha. Much love to you. Yeah. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life only on Kiss. This Jesse Smollett story is whack, man. Jesse Smollett is whack. <laughs> Bitch so, assness. Here's the here's the crazy part is that I'm, I was thinking about this a lot yesterday, and out of all the sort of celebrity kind of legal matters that you and I have covered over the years, and then the years before the, this show even existed, that when I was working in news, like just all sorts of stuff, I've never ever once seen a case that ended this way. And it's the weirdest thing because if you listen to Jesse Smollett, he's strutting like he's fully exonerated. So he was indicted, so, but then the charges were dropped? Okay, this, like, is, I, that, this is where I'm confused. Yes, because it's very shady and it is extremely confusing. So to back it up even further, Jesse Smollett, actor from Empire, had claimed that he was... Uh, beaten up. Yeah. 
two two white dudes poured bleach on him, put a noose around his neck, yelled, "This is MAGA country," and then left him. And issues like yeah. gay slurs and stuff. Yeah, and then you find out that the two guys were not white, and a couple of Nigerians that he knows. So. What happened was he, the police gathered all the evidence, and yes, there was tons of leaks, and it was the like it was the craziest lead up to this anyway. Yeah, and then so they went to a grand jury, and they got sixteen felony counts against Jesse Smollett for lying and making the whole thing up. Yeah, so it was the cops, and then they seated a grand jury. The grand jury looked at a portion of the evidence, not even well, all not the everything. Evidence. They didn't have to, and uh-huh. the investigation was still ongoing. So they looked at a portion of the evidence and they said that there's enough evidence to indict on 16 felony counts. And then lawyers started going, wow, that's actually kind of excessive, but whatever. And then they're like, yeah, but he faked a hate crime. Okay, cool. So let's continue. So uh, Kim Fox, who is the state's attorney in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So if you watch like Law and Order and legal shows, she's the one that then has to go and get the judges to sign off on charging somebody and everything sure so she recuses herself on like day two of this because she is a family friend of jesse smollett so she recuses Mm -hmm. herself and hands it off to this other jabroni and then everybody's waiting for the trial because the trial was supposed to start uh, middle of april yeah and then yesterday what happens is that jesse smollett all charges are dropped and he goes out front and like, I wouldn't be my mother's son if I did the things they said that I did. Brings his mom Come into on. everything, yeah. right? Stop bringing your mother into I know. it, man. His mom's probably Doesn't sitting at home well. watching CNN and being no, like, son. She's just as whack as he is. Keep your mouth shut. No, no, no. She's as whack as he is. Um, so here's the deal is that the charges were dropped. Okay. Jesse Smollett is the only one who feels like he's vindicated because nobody else actually agrees with that. So here's what happened is that they decided that... If convicted, he would only be sentenced to community service anyway. Okay. So over the weekend, Jesse Smollett did 16 hours of community service. He did? On Saturday and Sunday, he did 16 hours of community service. Okay. And then on Monday is when they decided to drop all charges because of community service served already and that he would then have to give up his $10,000 bond to the city of Chicago. So basically, he got off on 16 hours of community service and a $10,000 bond. However, when you listen to the other state's attorney who took over for Kim Fox and all of this, in interviews he's done, they're like, no, we fully still stand by the charges. We fully still stand by the evidence. We fully still think that he did this. Wait, so everybody knows, sorry. And then a judge said- Everybody thinks that he- Still thinks that he did this. A hundred percent. That he's still guilty. But he got off without even having to acknowledge or apologize for what he did. That's what makes this so crazy. Is that he's still denying he's it? He's not exonerated. Nobody exonerated. Nobody said he didn't do the things that he's accused of doing. Not one person, except for Jesse Smollett. He's the only one saying that. So when the hell are we going to find out what happened? You never will because the judge sealed the records permanently. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Yep. That's how shady this is. Yep. Oh, no. Sealed It's like a cliffhanging ending. And we will never know. Oh, no. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Christopher Maloney's badass, first of all. 
I watched him for years on SVU. Fans of Oz. God, I can't believe Oz started in 98. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. 98 to 2003. Wow. Yeah. Wow. People still talk about Oz. And his new show, Happy, which season two started last night on Showcase. Have you seen this? This is where he's like the corrupt ex-cop and then he has kind of like an animated horse with wings that is super oh my God. positive. That's the show and, he's and, in. And Pat Oswalt does the voice for it. That's who it is. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Because I was like, that voice sounds so familiar. Yeah, who is a, that? I love a, Pat Oswalt. It's a wild, wild show. Anyway, that started last night. So Christopher Maloney and uh, Dammit Mori, a massive uh, Christopher Maloney and SVU and Oz and everything else fan. Um, was hanging out with uh, him yesterday. Uh, was getting super weird oh, with Chris no, Maloney. Oh, no, no, you got weird with Christopher Maloney? He sure did. So heartbroken on. that you left us for you. I know that oh. we're here to promote Happy, but you still hang out with Mariska, who is my absolute idol. You guys are the king and the queen of the ball. Any ever chance of having you just even do a background scene and walk by delivering a newspaper just to make those fans happy? Uh, that is a question that should be directed towards others. I have no... Do you miss it? Power of persuasion. Do I miss it? No, I'm sorry. Oh, man, don't say that. Look, you asked the question, and I... What? Tell you what we'll do. Say yes, and I'll edit it in. No, sorry, I can't. <laughs> I'm so happy with where I am and what my path is. We're very happy, too, but we miss you there. Thank you. I, and I feel that. <laughs> uh, do you miss it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's always That always sucks, man, when you're a fan of somebody, because you want them to miss it, because you miss them on it. Yeah. And... You want them to share that passion with you. <laughs> yeah, and when they're like, they're like, no, my life is way better not doing that show, man. You have no idea. It was a nightmare. You know, it's like oh, every time okay. <laughs> Josh Jamal comes in here to visit the Razamoga show. Yeah. Back in the day, he was on a show on NBC called Las Vegas. You were the only one that ever cares about Josh Jamal <laughs> in Las Vegas. And I always ask him about it. And he's like... like no, man, like, let it go. Not one other person in the world ever asked Josh Dumel about Vegas. And listen, anytime he ever comes back in here, yeah. I'm always going to bring it up. Like, the last time he came in here, you were like, any chance of Vegas coming back? He's like, what's Las Vegas? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh that. <laughs> such a liar. He didn't do that. <laughs> At least not to my face. <laughs> okay, you want to hear things get really, really weird? Yes, please. Between Dan Mori and Christopher Milani? Yes, please. From SVU? Yeah. I've loved you for my entire life. Like, you've done some incredible things. I've loved you in Oz. I've loved you on SVU. You've been a part of my life, and I've absolutely loved you. But here's why. You've always had that sort of that commanding, fatherly figure, you know, no matter whether it was Stabler or in Oz. And I feel I need to ask, can I call you daddy? (laughs) That's a that's a big that's a big ask. Um, you are a father. Do you need a son? I need to call you daddy. And thank you. I appreciate that. But you know, it's what I told my wife. You know, we have two children, and she asked about a third, and I said I don't play Zoom. She's not met Maury. That is true. So I'll tell you what. I'll take a picture of you. You send me your bio, and I'll pass it through to my wife. Thanks, daddy. You're welcome, son. Ah, I love because oh, that's just the best. Wait for it. Now go out there and get him, kid. You want to yell at me like Stapler did? No. I don't want to yell anymore. I don't want... Do you want to strangle me? No, nope, none of it. No. 
son. I'm gonna hold you tight. He calls me a son, dude. I absolutely love you. Oh my god. Oh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We haven't done shower thoughts in a while. Oh, right. On the Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, shower thoughts. I, I find all of these through Reddit. These are just like the straight up randomness that people think of. And in most cases, I would say 100% of the time, it's just so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. When we pull the Q-tip out of our ear and see a ton of wax, we think, gross. But when we pull it out with nothing, we're kind of disappointed. <laughs> That's true. It's weird that only Lumiere has an accent in Beauty and the Beast, even though all the characters in Beauty and the Beast live in France. Oh, yeah. Why is he the only one with, like, the French accent? Yeah, that's right. And then when they did the movie with the live-action movie, most of them had English accents. Yeah. Except for Lumiere. (laughs) (laughs) See? Shower thoughts. Uh, It's weird when people compare life to a roller coaster because on a roller coaster, the downhill parts are the most fun. Oh, that's so true. (laughs) You don't appreciate a good toilet flush until a bad one is happening. (laughs) Pure fear is watching the toilet water rise up and you stand there like, no, 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 not now. No, 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 no. Been there. You know you're an adult when you eat your vegetables, not because it's healthy or learn to like them, but because you paid for them. (laughs) (laughs) You never know how dirty your house is until someone's coming over. Nothing takes you down a notch in confidence more than unexpectedly choking on your own saliva when you're not even eating anything. A 6 out of 10 sounds worse than a 3 out of 5, even though they're the same score. (laughs) Accidentally liking someone's picture from 2005 on Instagram is the online equivalent of stepping on a branch while sneaking. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. I legit have tears in my eyes right now. Okay, this is the last one. Shower thoughts on Reddit, okay? Yeah. We underappreciate our tongue's ability to easily detect a hair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Here, if you live around the Rogers Center, it kind of, you have to plan your grocery shopping and everything around the beginning and the end of the games. Say oh. what? Say that again? You can't, because you can't leave Because Moore lives really close to Rogers Center. Uh-huh. And nowadays, they always close the street. Like, they literally cops yeah. close the street. You can't leave. You can say close the street without saying literally close the street. (laughs) You know what I mean? So what is your life like? We have the schedule um, on the fridge. The the games, the home games. Wow. And we're not a sports family, but we follow sports because we need to to go grocery shopping. You're not not a sports family? Like literally, we're not a sports family. Yeah. But it's that time that damn it, Maury... Lied about being a sports fan just to get on TV. Do you remember? No, oh, what was There used was to be that? a show called App Central. I used to love that show. App Central. App Central. Not App Central. No, App. Okay, A-P-P. yeah. And yeah. they used to just run down. It was a 30-minute show. I think it was on like CTV maybe. Yeah. Right? And they would... It was like in the infancy of apps, right? R- yeah, sure. So they would tell you about all these cool new apps. Right. That you would need to download to your device. I got gotcha. you. And here's what these amazing apps do. Yeah. So I guess they were around Maury's neighborhood one oh, day filming. 100%. And they went up to Maury and said, 
No, no, hey. I went up to them. Yeah, you went up to them. Of course, yeah, I he saw did. cameras. I'm like, you need somebody? Yeah, Maury so will do you, anything to get on so television. I thought they approached you. No, I'm like, sir, we're doing this TV show. Here's what we're talking about. Would you like to be a part of it? No, I'm like, hey, what's going on here? This looks fun. Do you need somebody? Yeah, Maury will do anything to get on television. Hold on a Don't second. Don't you know that? Haven't you learned that yet? Anything it takes to get on TV, Maury will do. He will lie. He'll pretend to be somebody else. Hell so, yeah. So here is, damn it, Maury, the sports expert. <laughs> right. On this show. All right, so I'm constantly getting into trouble at work for checking the scores on my phone. Is there any way I can get instant updates? <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly getting in trouble at work for checking the scores on my phone. Yeah, like like you're in another room and we're trying to get your attention. So we're like, oh, he must be checking the scores again. <laughs> What do you need me to say? I'll say it. Maury, stop it with the sports app. I'm constantly getting in trouble at work for checking the scores on my phone. I wish there was an easier and more discreet way to do it. All right, so I'm constantly getting into trouble at work for checking the scores on my phone. Is there any way I can get instant updates? Maury, what was the uh, score of the Leaf game last night? Did they play? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check on my app. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Elle. How are you? Hi, Mocha. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. Hi. Okay. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Roz is here as well. It is uh, Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Here we go. Okay, so Elle, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My friend is planning to have a destination wedding, and I just got let go from my job. Oof, that hurts. Uh, and I'm back to part-time casual work, so if I needed to RSVP right now, I simply cannot afford such an extravagant trip. I've already felt a guilt trip from the bride saying, if I was a true friend, I'd Damn. go. The wedding is in a year, so my work circumstances could change, but having to RSVP ASAP is hurting my head. What would you do, L? Hey, L, how good of a friend is this uh, Is this person, is the bride? Well, I'm technically closer to the groom. He was one of my good friends in our circle of friends, and so that's his fiance. But over the past few years, we have gotten close. But yeah. these are my friends that, like, I see them at least, like, I don't know, once a month or on special occasions. Like, I have other friends where I talk to almost every day. They don't fall into that type of category. I know that's mean to say, mm -hmm. but I don't know what to do. And, like... I heard from the bride's sister that she's possibly next week or so going to, I know she spoiled it, but she's going to ask the bridal party, like who's in the bridal party. She hasn't even asked who's in the bridal party yet. And she said, hint, hint, I might be one. So that makes it even worse. And uh, they know my work situation and how my contract just ended abruptly and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And that's when she was like, but you're my friend. If you don't come, oh. like, that's not a true friend. And I'm like, listen, and I know you have to respect the bride and groom when you RSVP, right? So uh, I need to make a decision soon. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Listen, a, a true friend, as she says, as the bride says she is to you, Elle, would understand your situation and be like, I know destination weddings could be uh, expensive, and there's a lot that goes into a destination versus a traditional in-city, wherever it is that you live, wedding. It's totally cool. I understand. If anything changes within the next like year or so, uh, we would love to still have you at the wedding and we'll make it, make it work to get you out there. That's really? what I think. That's
that's what I think. I don't think yeah. that it's 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 fair for the bride to be saying, "Well, just make it work." That's what I'm saying because tech, like, I'm not like crazy broke and everything. Like, I'd have to dip into my savings to make this work, and I don't want to do that. But yeah, I, you know? so, I I think that the line is that it's not that you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't afford to do it. Like you have the money, but you would be a fool to spend your money on somebody else's vacation wedding. Yeah. And it's not it's not like your basic all inclusive type resort. It's no. like the beautiful villas of Bali, yeah. Indonesia. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> okay, wow. So they're, they're, wait, why haven't you had a conversation with your friend, with the groom? The person that you're like initially friends with. I'm I approached him first and told him about my work sitch and I'm like, Hey, I know your invitations are coming out and you're gonna need an RSVP soon. This is my situation. I can't RSVP right now, but if you need something right now, I can't. And then he just kissed his teeth and was like, oh, I got it. You got to tell her, eh? Like him, he's just like, no, okay, he whatever. Her. No, yeah. he should tell her. Uh, I, will, I will say this because we've done a lot of these weddings uh, situations on FML. And yeah, it, yeah, okay. that's why I texted you guys. Yeah, so a couple things because what comes up a lot is somebody didn't get asked to be the maid of honor or the best man or whatever okay. it is or, or, or they got demoted or who knows. Um, if something happens, okay, mm-hmm. during the play, planning of a wedding or the wedding party or responsibility or can't afford to go. If any of those things will affect your friendship after the wedding, then maybe the friendship wasn't what you thought it was because none of those things should affect a friendship. You are the one that has to live with the consequences of going into debt for their wedding. If this friend was as great of a friend as you think they are, they would fully understand. Now, there's nothing wrong with you saying up front, and we always say this, be honest, be blunt, but be kind, okay? You can 100% say, don't be wishy-washy. Don't say, well, if you need a thing now, but my situation may change, that leaves the door open for hope, okay? Because even if you get get a decent job, job okay you're not going to be able to save up enough to go and do this and you know that you're still going to be in debt after this it's still going to hurt so here's what you say i'm not going to your wedding because i just cannot afford to carry that much debt afterwards i love you guys what i would love to do is you tell me before you go or when you get back let me take you out for a kick-ass night Mm -hmm. we're going to go have the best food we're going to laugh our asses off and we're going to make a whole thing out of it but i can't do bali i love that so much i'll try that but if the guilt trip gets late do i just ignore it if the guilt if the guilt trip happens they are not the friends that you believe they are oh my gosh you guys are so right sorry i'm getting a little emotional because it's like i don't have the confidence to just slam my foot down and be like no what are your other friends the ones who aren't part of this circle of friends saying to you about it what's the advice that they gave you well, they said, they were like, if you straight up can't afford it, just say no. And exactly yeah. what you said. They're yeah. saying, like, if she guilt trips you and says, WPF, you're not a real friend, then they said, if they really wanted their real close friends and family there, they wouldn't have chosen a destination wedding. And then I said, you know what? And then I, I listen to your podcast frequently. And when I heard you guys constantly helping other people with wedding scenarios, I'm yeah. like, let me just FML Roz and Mocha right yeah. now. And, and we will say this too. The other thing that Mocha and I uh, will always say to you is this is not something that you write in an email. This is something you say to them when you're sitting across from them. Face to face. Face to face. You have to. What, yeah. you say, what was your thing again? That it's like, <laughs> be honest, be kind. Yeah. Okay. Like, what was that yeah. You, you got to be honest, blunt, but kind. Honest, blunt, and kind. I love yeah. that so much. You guys are the best. Okay. 
Okay. Just get that okay, tattooed on your try. arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it out and I'll text you guys back what happens. And yeah. if I still have a friend, we'll know. You got it. Thanks, Thank Al. you, Al. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. Love you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. I saw Captain Marvel this weekend. And? It's okay. Yeah? Yeah, it's okay. She's good. Brie Larson's good. But Sam Jackson's great, and they really, they, they, it's so wild what they can do now with tech. Yeah. Because they age him back to... A young man. A young man, and you don't even notice. Like, that's really? the thing, is that it looks and sounds just like Sam Jackson. And you just start to think that that's what Sam Jackson looks like. And then I, we were leaving, and I showed Roxy a picture of what Sam Jackson actually looks like, and that he's 70 years old. Yeah. And she just didn't even, like, it's just so hard to comprehend because we all know Nick Fury, and we all know Sam Jackson, and he's a very young-spirited man. Sure. But he is 70, and when you watch him in this movie, you don't even notice. Really? Like, you don't even, there's not so one moment. How in the movies, though? I don't know, man. Witchery. Like there's yeah. there's not one moment where you even look at him and go, oh, that sort of looks weird. Like not one like, did he single have to, moment. Do you think during the filming of Captain Marvel, uh, Sam Jackson had to wear something on his head the entire time so that in post production they can go in and like edit his whole face? No, I think that the only thing he would have to wear younger? at that point would be maybe dots on his face. Just like small yeah. little tiny, just points of where they can track them. But I don't think it's I don't think it takes much these days to to yeah. do that. Like it's just like really, little white dots. Yeah, it's really yeah. wild. It's but but so he's it's a fascinating thing what they do to Sam Jackson in that movie. Like it's really incredible. Uh, Brie Larson's good. I, I liked all the characters. I just didn't really like the story. Does that really? make sense? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't particularly super hype on the on the story, but I prefer anyway. I like all those characters better when they're in the Avengers as opposed to their standalone movies. I hear you. Like I like I love Doctor Strange in the last Avengers movie, but yeah. I was okay with the Doctor Strange movie. I thought it was yeah, fine. It was our, that but one, I but I yeah. really enjoyed Doctor Strange in the Avengers. So I, I I prefer what they do with these characters when they're in sort of the in the collective, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Captain Marvel in with the Avengers. Um, I will say that there's, everybody knows this, there's two scenes after the credits. Yeah. One is, I guess they're both plot, but one is just a, a direct continuation that leads right into In end, Endgame. Endgame. And then, <sighs> okay. Yeah, and then the other one is just with the cat because the cat plays a huge role in this movie. Sure. Which is another so reason that's not why a I like spoiler a lot. No, it's not a spoiler. Uh, but no, it's okay. Like, yeah. it's, it's fine. It was fine. Now, do you? It was fine. It's certainly not a masterpiece. And anybody who's saying that it's a masterpiece uh, is delusional. Like, right. I will go as far as saying that. It, wow. is, it is very much far from a masterpiece. Now, do you do what I do after watching any of these Marvel movies? And go searching for additional information on where I look for information on where in the the Marvel. It's very nerdy. Yeah. Uh, where in the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline this is in relation to other things that are happening. No, this is this quote, is very easy because it takes place in the nineties, so it happens oh. before all of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the it's the first. Yeah. She's the, the first of them. Nick Fury, there is no Avengers until he meets Captain Marvel. Gotcha. Right? So this so there Spoiler. is no... Wow, please. It takes place. <laughs> the first 10 minutes of the movie, she lands in a blockbuster. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. People.
Record breaking. Yo, man, us smashed it. Yeah. In the box office over the weekend, 70 million bucks. Double of what Get Out did. No surprise, though. No, because people didn't really know what Get Out was when it first came out. And the hype around us was just incredible. And I'm so happy this movie made. Did you see it? I didn't even watch it yet. Oh, it's but I was scary just, for you. I, please. Yeah, okay. I mean, listen, the first time I saw that trailer, no lie. Yeah. It did freak me out. No, it's too scary. I'm not that scarred. Yeah, okay, right. At all. Whatever, dude. Did you watch it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I got so much going on. There's so many great movies that I want to see. I definitely want to see this, but I had we were out with rocks on Saturday, and we were going to go to we went for dinner, and then uh, went to a movie, so we went to Captain Marvel. But why'd like, you see this? Was she too scared? Too scared? Uh, you can't take a kid to go see us. Why not? It's got kids in it. Hell no! The movie's got kids in it. Hell two no! Kids. Hell no! It's totally relatable. Like I gotta smuggle her in under my coat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't bring a kid, and I don't know what age because my mom let me watch real jacked up movies. Like I was probably. Way too young Maybe six When she let me watch Friday the 13th With my brother Six? Maybe, yeah And I remember Our parents My my parents Left us alone It was me and my brother My cousin And We were at my aunt and uncle's place And my mom and dad And my aunt and uncle Went out And they left my brother Who was maybe about nine At the time In charge of us And we were in the basement And they just left us With a VHS uh, Friday the 13th and it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon and we just popped it in and watched it and we watched the whole thing and and right at the end when he comes up out of the water yeah. in the boat we Spoiler all alert. ran up out of the basement out the front door into the broad daylight and sat in the middle of the front lawn until our parents got home oh, <laughs> and I still I still am haunted by that not so much by the scene in the movie, but just how I felt. I still remember that feeling of just absolute terror. Really? Yeah. And as much as I would love to see my kid just freak out, I can't scar her like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's permanently damaging. It does permanent damage. I think the very first movie, scary movie I watched by myself, I think I was about the same age, like six or seven. Yeah. And it was Poltergeist. Yeah. I was home alone. That's and another one. I watched that by myself. Yeah. Not cool. Why do you even have access to that? I don't know. My parents went to Knob Hill Farms for like two hours. Yeah. So I was home alone. What am I going to do? Yeah. Like, did they just rent it? And you just threw it in the VH in the, in the VCR? What happened? I think. I don't know. Yeah. Something they didn't like own that. it. Your dad didn't own Poltergeist. I would think of your dad completely differently right now <laughs> if I turned out that he was the guy that owned Poltergeist. Imagine. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Why are you single? That's the question for you listening right now. Why are you single? Why okay. are you single? Oh, no. Now, it can be choice. That's totally fine, too. You but, sound like every aunt and uncle I've ever had prior to meeting That's what I'm going to be. Meeting Jenna. Yeah. Why are you single? Yeah. Why you don't get married? Yeah. Ugh. I'm going to be that aunt and uncle right now. Oh, my God. Why are you single? Just because I'm curious to find out why you single. Because I'm just going through this new stat here where they say for the first time ever... 51% of young people are single. That is the highest percentage ever. I think because they want to be, right? Well, no, that could be a reason. 
It could be. It's, it could Focus be one on reason. It could be one reason. So they say for the first time ever, the majority of young people are single, according to a new survey. It found that 51% of Americans between 18 and 34 are now single. The study's been going on since 1986. So for the first wow. time, they've the first time they've climbed above 50%. So the majority of people between the ages of 18 and 34 are now single. So it could be by choice. That could be one reason. But the question, and you can text us at 925 but why are you single? Now, for me, what I see is that the sort of currency of a relationship and is at an all-time low because things are just very easy now for yeah. people to have many disposable relationships, hookups, than it is to establish something. There's no pressure or there's no need to establish something to get the things that you all get now from just simple hookups in order yeah. to get that kind of companionship and the physicality and all that other stuff you needed to put the work in you don't have to put the work in anymore because it's all just right there for you it's fun. very easy oh way too easy so i guess that's the question is why you single we're gonna be that annoying grandparent or yeah. aunt and uncle that are always asking you every time you show up to a family event. So how's life? Yeah. Are you seeing anybody? No, why not? Yeah. And we're not trying to say <laughs> you, need, you need to be hooked up. No, that's fine. Sure. It could be a complete choice. If that's your answer, and that is you're just fed up and you don't want to deal with it, that's, then that's the answer to why you single. But I, I think that there's more than that. I think there's got to be a lot of, I think there's got to be a lot of different answers for this as far as why you single. Okay. Hey, Kiss, it's Razamoka. Um, so I'm single because guys aren't what they used to be. Wow, guys aren't what they used to be. What, what about, what if it's women aren't what they used to be? Well, I can only tell you about my experience with men. Sure. Um, they just are, they tell you what you want to hear and they get what they want and then they usually just leave. Yeah, so you, um, want, you want to make men great again. Yeah, like <laughs> there's no more holding the door open, there's no more anything. Yeah. Um, so you want like the romance, whereas guys that you're meeting just want to say what they have to say in order to hook up. Yeah. 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 All right. But you want like a little chivalry, right? Like you want, you're, you're sort of, you want a little old school, but you know, don't, don't overstep, which is, which is a tough thing to balance for anybody. Yeah. Like I, I've been single now for five years and it's just because every single time I meet somebody, you know, they pretend to be something that they're not and then they turn into something different. No, so you mean I'd rather just guys like in person or all through apps online stuff um online because i work and go to school and i have two kids so it's really hard to get out yeah a lot of the texts that we're getting at 925 i would say like majority of them yeah. are just saying it's because of internet dating because yeah. of swiping on your phone yeah that's why these relationships don't work out because it is for a quick hookup and it's move too on easy thank you so too much for uh, for calling in today thank you the rosin mocha show podcast What's the uh, weather like for the Jays home opener? Oh, shut up. Enough with the baseball. Oh, wow. Eight degrees on Thursday. My dad's Tomorrow. going on Saturday. Yeah. Because they're handing out bobbleheads. He always gets there two hours early for a bobblehead. Right. God, two, two hours? hours early. Could you imagine getting two hours early? Baseball games no. are already long. Yeah, they're like three, three and a half hours. Is that sometimes. how early you have to get there to get My the free stuff to give away? Super early. How really, much stuff yeah? does your dad have from... Jay's games when they give out all the free stuff. He has a showcase down in the basement full of bobbleheads and 
trinkets and really, mug huh? cozies and stuff. Because you always wonder when you're at those events where they hand started handing out like a towel and stuff yeah, like that. I never bring the towel home. Like who who keeps this stuff? Frank Sherman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Maury's dad now, has a cabinet dad, full of it. Is your dad the type of person that will go to a game and let's say they give the, the towel, they call it a rally towel. Okay, it's a rag. It's a towel. It's a rally rag. It's, it's a, a, a schmata. It's a, yeah, it's a hand towel. Yeah. It's a anything. rag. Or a rag. Yeah. I was just trying Call to call it what it is. So when wrong with a rag. fans at the end of the game will leave their rags on the back of the seat, will Frank, your dad, walk around Rogers Center collecting as many of these rags as he can to bring home? Absolutely. He also sent my little brothers back once they go through the ticket check. Yeah. He'll send them back to say that they didn't get one. Wow. Wow. Frank Sherman. Come on, dude. (laughs) It's a rag. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, And Cardi B, we were talking about this yesterday. A three-year-old video resurfaced where Cardi was talking about her old days as a stripper and how she used to lure guys to a hotel room and then drug them and rob them. And she just sort of threw that out casually. And then everybody, this video went viral three years after the fact. So she released a statement yesterday saying, so I'm seeing on social media that a live I did three years ago has popped back up. A live where I talked about things I had to do in my past, right or wrong, that I felt I needed to do to make a living. I never claimed to be perfect or come from a perfect world. And with a perfect past, I always speak my truth, always own my stuff. I'm a part of hip hop culture where you can talk about where you come from and talk about the wrong things you had to do to get where you are. There are rappers that glorify murder, violence, drugs, and robbing crimes they feel they had to do to survive. I never glorified the things that I brought up in that live, and I never even put those in my music because I'm not proud of it and feel respon- and feel a responsibility not to glorify it. I made the choices that I did at a time because I had very limited options. Uh, this doesn't make it right no it still doesn't make it right no like, of course not when you, you can't go and say oh this is that's just hip-hop yeah you like you can't put something off as saying like a lot of people were saying that that's just street culture or hood culture but when people do this stuff that's why people who do this stuff go to jail yeah she drug the man yeah many men like at, and like robbed a, them like a predator yes and to just say that you had no other choice in life is the worst excuse ever. Could you imagine if somebody like Lil Wayne said, oh yeah, I used to drug girls and rob them. Yes. How different this story would be? I watched another video she did where she was talking about how to get back at a guy if he cheats on you. And what she had said was, you don't sleep with another man. What you do is you take him back to your place and you get him all hopped up on perks. And then you tell him that you're going to have a threesome. And then you bring, quote unquote, a tranny over. And then when he wakes up the next day, you tell him that he was with a tranny. That's how you get back at a guy who cheats, oh my quote God. unquote. Yeah. Like, straight up. You got problems, Straight Cardi up. B. But I think that what everybody's misunderstanding is that this doesn't change the way people feel about Cardi B because this is the stuff people love about Cardi B. Yeah. This is why Cardi B has those fans. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Did Morey embarrass himself last night? 
Yeah, I what were, I saw a thing on social more where you were wearing a dress around somewhere holding Fiji water. What were you doing? Um, it was my entrance to the Rogers Product of the Year Awards. I was the Fiji water boy. Okay. But I, you had to dress like the Fiji water girl? Well, I thought it would be funny. Fiji did they, water man. Did they ask you to do that? Or did no, you just, it was my idea. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> There's all sorts of pictures I'm wearing on social wearing a blue dress carrying our tray Fiji water. So what were you doing? You were hosting Yo, an event? Yeah, you, nice. you knew that you were wearing the dress, right? Yeah. Okay, so why were you wearing thick, like, <laughs> construction-style worker socks? Because I wanted to keep my feet warm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so what you were hosting, they asked you to host. Sometimes this happens, if, if, just so people listening know. Oftentimes, Maury and, well, we all will. I rarely do it. Um, we'll get asked to like host events or an awards show or a charity gala or whatever it is because they want you to stand on stage, tell some jokes, yeah, and then afterwards you take pictures of people and it's and it's and it's cool. And yeah. so you showed up in a dress dressed as a Fiji water boy <laughs> for man, the Rogers man. product of the year, <laughs> Fiji <Awards>. water man. <laughs> and in <laughs> as history will tell us, um, because I have the audio proof, anytime Maury's behind the mic in front of an audience, yeah, he can't help himself, but. To try and tell jokes. Of course, he's the host. He's the 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 MC. The problem is he's not the best joke teller. That's true. So the jokes usually just fall flat. Yes. Into a crowd. Is that who, what happened? Who are just like not responding. Why not just show whatsoever. up and do your job, man? Just show up and do the job. So this is what happened yesterday with Dan Mori in front of a crowd. <laughs> How many people? Like thousands. Was it thousands or hundreds? Yeah, hundreds. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> Longos. Gluten-free never tasted so good. A stone-baked pizzeria-style crust with a blend of big word, Asiago, and cream. When it's a big word, I just say big word. Because <laughs> really... The only store that is a grocery store one way and a football call the other. Longos, go long! All right, next award, please. Wow. Oh, Hagen Dawes. And we're not even doing this on Sunday. Get it? Sunday. How did Reese eat her Hagen Dawes? Witherspoon. Hagen Dawes, the one thing that makes my husband happy. Whirlpool. Cut out routine steps and get the right settings every time with this self cleaning double wall oven. It's getting hot in there. Take out all the food. <laughs> Who wants dessert? Wow. Enjoy. We'll be back momentarily. <laughs> so, like, the loudest cheer, it sounded like it's from two people. <laughs> you got yesterday was when you asked who wanted dessert. <laughs> now, did he get a louder cheer when he asked if he wants dessert or when he told the crowd he was going to step away from the microphone? <laughs> Probably that one. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, Adil. Hi, Rosin Mocha. I'm so excited. All right. So, Roz, Adil texted us okay. with a question. Sure. We answered this question on a previous episode of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast in a segment called Ask Roz and Mocha, which doesn't happen on the live show. You can only get it on the podcast where people will go to Instagram, ask us questions, and we'll run through all the questions and try to get through as many answers as we can. Right. So, Adil, your question is what? How did Roz and Mocha meet? Oh, God. <laughs> like, how did we meet or how did the show start? Well, like, how, like when was the first time you guys Jeez. got together? Yeah. 
How do they know each other? That's that's what the thing is. So, like, years and years ago, this frequency, 92.5, was a top 40 radio station when we we first debuted in 99, okay? Is that what it was, 99? Mm -hmm. It was 99. And I was working here at that time. I was just a baby. (laughs) Not on the radio. I was working behind the scenes, working in promotions, kind of working my way up, right? Mm -hmm. And then there was a brief moment in time where I left the radio station Mm -hmm. and I went and I lived in Calgary. I worked in Kitchener. During that time, Roz actually came to work for the radio station as well. Mm -hmm. And he was a producer of the morning show that was on at that time. Between Calgary and Kitchener, I moved back to Toronto for a couple of months, and I worked at this radio station again behind the scenes, not on the air. Roz worked here at the exact same time as well, but we didn't, like, know-know each other. We knew of each other, would pass each other in the hallway, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. Nothing like... I don't even remember that. You don't? No. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, no. I don't remember, like, I would walk in in the morning, I'd be like, hey, Roz, and you'd be leaving? No, With your backpack, your tight pants, and your wallet chain? Nope. Really? Don't remember any of that. Black have, leather jacket? I have no recollection. Are you serious, e- Okay, dude? okay. Every memory of my life I have of me in tight pants and a black leather jacket. So you saying, <laughs> you don't remember that day? Tight pants, black leather jacket? No, I don't. I don't. So I then went and lived in Kitchener, worked for a radio station out there, and then in 2009 was asked to come back to Kiss 92.5 and to work the afternoon show. But when they asked me to work the afternoon show, Roz had already accepted the morning show position. Right. Yeah, and geez, and then there was like, who who do I do the show with? And I, I they played me some Amoka, and I was like, that's the guy. And then they played me a bunch of other people. And believe me, like every single person that was on the radio at that time, and people who are still on the radio were tripping over themselves to come and work on this show. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me on this. Tripping Mm -hmm. themselves uh, to come and work on the show. And I was just kept going back to Mocha, Mocha, Mocha. I just, I I loved him. I I thought that he like, just, he was the guy because I'd never hosted a show before. And Mm -hmm. he was just awesome. I was just so blown away by him. And then we made this decision, me and the, our boss at the time, we're like, okay, this is going to be great, so let's call Mocha and just tell him that we wanted to, to do the show with you. And I was like, great, this is going to be great. And then they called Mocha and they were like, hey, guess what? Good news. You're going to do the show with Roz. And Mocha was like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, legit. I was like, with who? Tight no pants and wallet chain? Yeah. And nah, was, fam, I'm good. And there was, it had nothing to do with that, you jackass. <laughs> Uh, and anyway, and then so one thing led to another and Mocha and I wound up doing the show. But as far as when we got together to like hang out, it was when we had already both decided that we were going to do this show. So like the first time Mocha and I actually like went out, socialized and had a drink, we were like the Roz and Mocha show already sort of existed, but we had never actually sat down and had a conversation. Yeah. We met up like a week before the show actually went live on the radio. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then the second time we saw each other after that was like the day that we had to do the show. It it was, yeah. (laughs) It was, it was real. I knew nothing. I knew very little about him. Like we, we literally, you put two strangers in the room because most people who start doing these shows, they know each other from the industry or they know each other from wherever. But with Mocha and I, it was, they literally put two strangers in the room uh, and just let us try and figure it out on our own. And, Wait, uh, and okay. here we are 10 years Pause, later. Now, now that I think about it, right? Yeah. 
because I remember you, you don't remember me. I don't me, remember okay? you. Yeah. So do you remember, though, when I was working for that radio station in Kitchener? Okay. It was a top 40 radio station as well. Yeah. And the station was owned by the same company that owns ET Canada, where you work yeah. now, and you had been yeah. working before. Yeah. Do you remember you and I talking on the phone for my radio show over there? Um... Do you remember me calling you and being like, you know, just talking entertainment stuff? Not, not specifically, no. Do you don't remember any of that? But no, but I, I sort of do because I did like hundreds of those, yeah. right? But no, but like specifically with me. No. You don't remember no. any of that? No. Bro, we talked like enough times. No, no, no. I, no, I, I don't. <laughs> oh my God. No. Yeah, no. Like, no, no, but don't get me wrong. Like, I know. No, like, I knew your name. Like, I knew who you were, right? I knew who you were. I knew like where the thing was. But if you ask me, do I remember those conversations? No, I don't. Do I remember calling into your show? Yes. Uh -huh. I have no idea whether I even enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To the heart. Thanks, yeah, bro. Yeah. But now, but now look at us. <laughs> Happy as can be. Well, well, I'm glad it happened. Yeah. Show started. Yeah. No, listen, man. I'm, I'm happy too. This is like the most fun. The, these past, you know, creeping up on 10 years years is the absolute most fun I've ever had in my entire career right. and I've been doing radio at the end of March will be 20 years I've been in this industry um, now and this yeah. is legit the absolute most fun and I would never want to do uh, another radio show with anyone other than Ross. I will say it's been okay for me too. Wow. <laughs> Bro, like, <laughs> to the heart dude. <laughs> No, I really want to say that you guys are you guys are really amazing. Like uh, you really make my every morning, uh, like my drive to Toronto from Mississauga, the like not boring at all. So no. I really want to thank you guys for that. Thank, thank you so you much, Adele. Between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I knew this question. You would. <laughs> well, to be very honest, first I'll start with the diplomatic answer that you guys are both complimenting each other, which is the best. Mm. But just, I will give the edge to Mocha's laugh. Like, I really love his laugh. Oh, that's great. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Later, bro. But I love you, Raz, too. Oh, uh, yeah, great. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So they say, people always talk a lot about privilege. Mm -hmm. White privilege and all that other stuff. But there's no privilege that is stronger. And I've said this forever. If you want to actually talk about privilege, the privilege that does 100% exist is good-looking privilege. Oh, here we go. What's the matter, Maury? You can stay for this. <laughs> Maury just came in the room, and then as soon as I said that, he was getting him to leave. I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> no, because it is. There's wealth. If you're wealthy, there's yeah. millions of examples of the the world opens up to you. But more importantly than even being wealthy is if you're good looking. And you have both. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, fair. listen to this. So what they did was, according to a new study, attractive people are almost six times more likely to get a job interview than someone who is just as qualified but not as good looking. And you have two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have to interview for either of them. <laughs> so true, bro. That's so true. You just got the phone call. Hey, you want to work here? Yeah, okay. So here's, here's what they did, though, and it's really interesting. Researchers sent in applications to a bunch of different jobs, yeah. and in the application, they included pictures. Sometimes it was a good-looking person. Sometimes it was a less attractive person. They found that the attractive people received interviews 
one out of every six jobs they applied for, the less attractive people with the same qualifications got one out of 33 interviews. One the out of 33? exact same qualifications. And the difference is far worse for women than it is for men. Attractive men received five times more interviews than less attractive men. And attractive women received eight times more interviews than less attractive women. Like that is the, the privilege that does exist is for good looking people, regardless of race. If you are hot, the world, you, you know, I've met people before. You know, when you meet somebody, you look at somebody and you go, you've never waited in a line your entire life for anything, have you? <laughs> right? And you know you're right. <laughs> is that what you say to yourself when you walk by the mirror? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Yeah, yeah, it's Chase. What's up, man? I see that you're letting people do the, let's do the news. I wanted to try that. Oh, oh. come on. <laughs> All right. You know what to do? Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? Hold well, on a second. Apparently the- Pause for one second. Look, where's Maury? Oh, <laughs> Maury. hold on. You're such a jerk. What did you say your name was? Chase. Chase. That's what tipped me off because I'm like, you know what? That sounds a whole lot like a guy who uses his body for a living. <laughs> <laughs> also, listen to the echo. I know. We've said countless, countless times, times. Whenever you whenever call, you call into the into show. show. Yeah. And you're and in another room. room. <laughs> you, cannot you cannot leave the door, leave the door open, open and crouch and underneath the desk. That's next to the door that's open. Because we can hear the echo. Hey, Mocha, you ready? (laughs) Yes. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. I just saw the uh, poster for the live action Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yeah. The live action Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, yeah. And Boots is in it. He is. She's got boots. I mean, Dora's a little bit older. She's like a sort of teenager. Yeah. Right? Where Dora was like seven in the show. But here's the synopsis. Having spent most of her life exploring the jungle with her parents, nothing could prepare Dora for the most dangerous adventure ever. Dangerous? High school. (laughs) (laughs) Always the explorer. Always the explorer. Dora quickly finds herself leading Boots, Diego, and a ragtag group of tweens or teens on a live action adventure to save her parents and solve the impossible mysteries behind the lost Inca civilization. So So it's like Tomb Raider. But, but Dora. Dora Tomb Raider. Yes. Okay. It's Dora Tomb Raider. <laughs> and, I remember when and they Boots released... Boots is in it, but he doesn't have Boots. Wait, what? But isn't his name Boots? Yeah. He's, her monkey is in it. I saw a picture of Boots, but he's not wearing Boots. But his name's Boots. Of course it is, yes. He should be wearing Boots. Thank you. I remember when they released the, uh, the picture of the actress playing Dora. Yeah. This is like a few months ago. Yeah. And people were losing their mind. They were freaking out because of her age. They were yeah. like... Dora's not supposed to be this old. She's not supposed to have boobs. Why does Dora look so old? Oh, I know. But they did, there was a version of Dora that uh, had a couple of seasons where they did age her up. They yeah. turned her into a young teenager. It wasn't as great. She didn't have Map. It was Map app. So, like, wow. Map became her phone. <laughs> and, and there was no boots. Oh, really? Yeah, they boot, eliminated boots. They eliminated boots. Yeah, so not as good. Candy Crush, Mortal Kombat, and Centipede. Headline the class of video game Hall of Fame nominees. Hold on, Candy Crush already? Already, That's yes. like, when you look at the history of games that have been in that nomination run, yep. they're usually like stuff that have been around for 
years, sometimes decades. So fans will get to vote until March 28th. So here's the list of 12 nominees. The inducted titles will be announced on May 2nd. The nominees are Super Smash Brothers Melee, Sid Meier's Civilization, Mist, Mist, Half-Life, Dance Dance Revolution, Colossal Cave Adventure, Candy Crush, NBA 2K, Super Mario Kart, Microsoft Windows Solitaire. Holy cow. Right? Solitaire. Everybody in the face of the earth has played Microsoft Solitaire. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat and Centipede. So those are your nominees for wow. uh, the That's video incredible. game Hall of Fame. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, so Donald Trump is celebrating the uh, Bob Mueller findings. The report was handed into Attorney General William Barr. President Trump's first reaction to uh, these special counsel findings was a tweet where he simply said, no collusion, no obstruction, complete and total exoneration. Keep America great. Ooh. This was Donald Trump when he finally did speak to reporters. It was just announced there was no collusion with Russia. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There was no collusion with Russia. There was no obstruction and none whatsoever. And it was a complete and total exoneration. Well... Uh, Trump goes on to say this, poor me. It's a shame that our country had to go through this. To be honest, it's a shame that your president has had to go through this for before I even got elected. It began. And it began illegally. And hopefully somebody's going to look at the other side. This was an illegal takedown that failed. Oh, yeah, Trump! You he, failed. Yeah, he does look. He does look better after this weekend. It's it's funny that so many people are pissed off. Like to me, finding out that Trump, you know, after two years of investigation, that there was no collusion. People should be happy about this. Yeah, but people are pissed. Yeah, which is so weird because they wanted him to be that evil guy. I mean, listen, there's a whole there's a go to the other side of the list. There's with everything that you can write a long list, but but with this, it's uh, exactly. it's it's interesting. Uh, Dr. Dre goes on Instagram, uh and posts how happy he is oh. that his daughter got into USC. Quote all on her own. Quote no jail time. Oh wow! Which is a shot, of course, at Lori totally. Lachlan and. Uh, Aunt Becky, come on now. <laughs> Poor Aunt <laughs> Becky. Uh, but then people started posting and pointing out Uh-oh. that a few years ago... This is when the internet detectives really come out to play, huh? Yeah. A few years ago, what did Dr. Dre do? Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine donated $70 million to USC <sighs> to establish the Jimmy Iovine and Andre Young Academy for Arts, Technology, and Business. Oh, no. Don't tell me that his so, daughter is in that building. No, but I mean, you can't say my girl did it all on her own. Yeah. No jail time for me. And they're like, there's a building with your name on it that you paid $70 million for. Not not exactly like the level playing field yeah. here. Yeah. You can't say no help. Yeah. Did it on her own. When did you he wrote think a seventy no million dollar check, out? like before he sent no, out that, that message, no, right? People are dumb. Before he went to IG no. and hit post and hit share, no, 
Did he not think that everyone was going to be like, uh, Dre, did you not donate $70 million recently? No, people are dumb. Uh, and uh, The Connors was actually renewed for a second season, which is a bit of a shock. Oh, what? But yeah, but it did uh, start out of here. Yeah, it started doing very well. Huh. Uh, the Connors will return for 2019 2020 season, uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And from everything that I'm reading, the entire cast will be back. So, oh, yeah. yeah wow. John Goodman, Laurie Metcalf, uh, Lacey Goodman, and uh, Ames McNamara will all uh, be there for season two. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There is a curious lack of attention being paid by mainstream media to the Cardi B video that she posted on Insta. So I guess she was talking to fans or responding to criticism that she had things handed to her. I don't know how this started, but Cardi B was going on a rant about how she came from nothing. And it's kind of hard to hear, so I'll explain this here to you. So she was talking about how back in her stripper days that she used to lure men back to a hotel room by telling them that they were going to do it. Yeah. And then she would drug them and rob them. Oh, wow. So Cardi B? Yeah, so here, this is Cardi B. So gangster. I don't even know. Oh, God. The shit that I did. Talk about it. Like, I had to go straight. I had to go. Oh, yeah, you want to f me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to this hotel. And I drugged them and I robbed them. That's what I used to do. Nothing was happening to me. Nothing. Was she recording that, like, in the bathroom <laughs> where she was on she's... one end of the bathroom and her phone was on the complete opposite end? I don't know what she's doing, man. That sounds terrible. But. And it's interesting because obvi- automatically people are like, well, Cardi B is, what's the difference between Cardi B and R. Kelly and Bill Cosby? And then, of course, the allegations and what was proven with Bill Cosby and why he's in jail is that he was drugging people and raping them. And so yeah. people are saying, well, listen, Cardi B was just drugging and robbing. She didn't rape anybody. So leave the girl alone. This is just hood stuff. Yeah, I've heard st- the term hood stuff so many times with people defending Cardi B. Yeah, but drugging is still drugging. Drugging is a felony. Yeah. And so's robbing. Like, drugging somebody Listen. is like 10 years. I know robbing Cardi B somebody is, is up to 15. I know Cardi B is like straight up street, but wrong is wrong, and crimes are crimes. And it's so interesting to me that we all just sit and are amused by Cardi B. But Companies like Pepsi have to realize that they're paying millions of dollars to a spokesperson, Oker. Yeah. Uh, uh, do it again? Oker. Okay, good. There. Because it's with three R's. You did it right. the first time, you did it with five. <laughs> Sorry. That Pepsi has to realize that they're paying a woman millions of dollars who just did an Insta video talking about drugging and robbing people. Yeah. <laughs> like Pepsi that's cares a, right now? That's a problem. Yeah, Pepsi don't care. That's a real problem. And not and, and like when you go online, the people talking about it are like just fans. Like nobody's actually talking about this. It's kind of crazy. I think it's one of those situations where people are their response is, oh, it's just it's just Cardi B being Cardi B. <laughs> Man. And uh, Avengers, so I guess theaters in the States started blocking off time for Avengers. No, they didn't. Yeah, and it was unknown 
exactly how long Endgame is. But theaters, AMC in the States, started blocking off time, and then fans noticed, and Avengers Endgame runs three hours and three minutes. Oh, boy! (laughs) Three hours and three minutes. Three hours and three minutes. It's the (sighs) longest of the 22 movies that led to this point. Yeah, they had to. There's no way around not wrapping this phase of the story yeah in less than two and a half absolutely no way it's 33 minutes longer than the second longest marvel movie oh i love it i love it i cannot wait for endgame i'm gonna walk into that theater with an empty bladder and no drink yeah no good for you i think you have to yeah i think you have to yeah so there you go. So Avengers Endgame uh, hits theaters April 26th. The yes. runtime, three hours, three minutes. I'm here for it. Uh, a woman was arrested after barging into Justin Bieber's hotel room. Uh-oh. So I guess he was down in Laguna Beach. And there was a woman in her 30s who was drunk and partying. And then she got kicked out of the hotel. And then I guess she came back to the hotel and barged into Bieber's room. Just walked in? I don't know. And then... He was like, hey, you. And then uh, <laughs> I just imagine, I imagine, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a quote here. I was just, <laughs> I was. I was you went into full out George McFly yeah, from Back in the Future? I'm just speculating. I'm hey, just spe- you. I'm just speculating. <laughs> and then his security grabbed her. Yeah, and, and said, uh, hey, you. And, uh, and then they escorted you get her. get your hands off of the beebs. Out of the, uh, out of the hotel room. Uh, and uh, <laughs> police have her in custody and have charged her with trespassing. So hey, there's you. that. Uh, Facebook and Instagram have banned white nationalism and white separatism um, posts and pages from their platform. So Facebook has officially banned white nationalism and white separatism content. According to Gizmodo, the company announced the news on Wednesday, having previously already banned content relating to white supremacy. Now they say, quote, the overlap between white nationalism and white separatism and white supremacy is so extensive, we really can't make a meaningful distinction between them. Uh, this, they uh, go on to say that they are redirecting people. So if you now go on Facebook, mm-hmm. Maury, try this on your computer. I need you to type in on Facebook, I am a proud white nationalist. Oh, shoot. <laughs> because. <laughs> yeah, why do you do it? Because it's the show. Come on. It redirects you. They're actually redirecting uh, people to a um, white supremacy uh, nonprofit website called Life After Hate. So it redirects you. Even if you search for something, it will yeah. redirect you to a site that will sort of hopefully educate you sure. on the content that you're searching for and the truths behind that content and the realities of what it is that you're actually um, uh, looking for. Oh, my God. It totally forwarded uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for doing that for me, more. He didn't do that at <laughs> Research all. Research purposes only. Yeah, um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, Justin Bieber apparently not quitting music, and that new music is coming this year. Sources close to Bieber. Wait, what? T- yeah. So did he, he say he did? But I think that the his statement before was that it just wasn't a priority, and he was mainly talking about touring. That is what was really damaging to him. Uh, both physically and mentally, but uh, sources close to Bieber tell The Blast that he was, quote, shocked by the reaction to his social media post this week when he said, music was very important to me, but nothing comes before my family and my health. Now, they're told that Bieber um, is making music. Good. 
And their sources say that he was trying to point out that he will only tour when he feels comfortable uh, with his ability to give it his all. And they say that new music should be coming in 2019. So I really like go. Bieber's verse on the uh, DJ Khaled tracks. Yeah. The, the two, No Brainer and I'm the One. Yeah. That's I like agree. my favorite type of Bieber. Uh, wow Air ceases all operations. The Icelandic budget airline is no more. In a wow. statement on its website, the airline, which had earlier suspended all flights, told passengers that they would <laughs> that there would be no further flights wow. and advised them to check with other airlines for ways to reach their destinations or to get home. Oh wow! So like you you got on, you left, and then while you're away, your airline goes out of business. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, but everybody took them because it was super cheap. Because I think that their deal was it was to boost Icelandic tourism, right? So you could fly from North America or Icelandic population now. Yeah, you, you could fly there. Well, that's <laughs> Find a place was, to live. That's the thing. This was the thing, right? Is that you would fly from North America to you would book a European vacation. You would go to Italy. You would go to France. You would go to all these places, yeah. Portugal, whatever. But on Wow, what they would do is they would fly you through Iceland. So, and you had like a quick layover in Iceland. So you would spend a day in Iceland, spend some money in Iceland and boost Icelandic tourism. So that was their sort of model to get you to Europe is, was the stopover in, in Iceland. And that turned out to be a disaster apparently. And now passengers are stranded. Ross and Mocha Q&A. Ask Ross and Mocha. This is an exclusive to the podcast. It does not happen on the weekly show. This is where we take your questions uh, from Instagram at Kiss925, and we'll try to answer as many as we can. We'll also invite one of you to be a part of the podcast of Ask Ross and Mocha to ask your question live. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hi. Ma- hi. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, dude. It's all good, man. It's all good. Take a deep breath. Oh my God, I'm talking to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Take like a deep it. breath, Mark. No, continue to be nervous. It makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> oh no, because uh, I'm in school and I'm like, I just had to get out of uh, the, the quiet area, so I'm, uh-huh. I'm somewhere now. Okay. okay. Uh, well, so, Mark, what is your question for Ask Razamoka? Oh yeah, uh, my question is, um, would you be uh, uh, open to the idea of um, if they make a new Star Wars movie, but <laughs> it'll be an origin story based on the Jedi's and the Siths. Like, like it'll explore how the Jedi's were made and the Siths were made and how do they have a conflict with each other. You'll still have the, um, have the, you know, the droids and everything, but like, it'll be like a long time ago. Okay. I, so you'll have nothing to do with story right now. Okay. Before, before we answer uh, this, how do you feel about this, Mark? Um, I actually, um, I like I like history, you know, in a way, and I like kind of explore these kind of things. So I, I'm I'm actually more. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just very excited. So no. that's okay. Um, <laughs> so you're I open like, to the uh, idea. You're open to the idea. Yeah, I'm very open okay. to the idea personally because like it, it, like Star Wars is such a big thing yeah. that they could do so much with it. I had to make sure we weren't being trolled because if Mocha and I were like, oh my God, that would be awesome. And then you turned around and told us why that would be a terrible idea. Yeah. Like I would hang oh, no, up. No, I'd hang oh, up no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I had to make sure we weren't getting trolled here. Uh, I oh, would, no, 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 no. Would, I, uh, would I actually be open to that? I, I don't know a lot about the sort of origins and I know a lot about Star Wars, Yeah, but I don't know mm-hmm. a lot about the stories of the sort of old Republic and even how the Jedi started or the Sith. I mm-hmm. don't, I don't 
don't know the stories that deep. I know a lot of people who read the novels do, and they sort of know, you know, how all of that came to be. But I'm kind of in the dark with all of that. And to be honest with you, I don't mind being in the dark with yeah. all of that. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to know how the Jedi came to be because I think one of the magical things about Star Wars is that it just starts and they exist. You know, so oh, you're, all, okay. you're already in a world where this existed. So would I like to see something from, you know, eons and eons and eons before A New Hope, where it was the Jedi fighting the Sith and all that stuff? Yes, but I don't necessarily need an origin story on the first Jedi. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. okay. I'm, I'm with Roz. I'm okay with the, the cinematic universe that exists. I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like if I were to start getting into the novels and the, yeah. the the graphic novels and the comics and how they split so much and getting into outside stories of what we know from the movies. I don't know. I, I just feel like that galaxy, let's say, mm-hmm. is too vast. I'm okay yeah. with okay. knowing what I know from watching the movies and I don't mind the timeline of events because some of what you're saying, Mark, some of the questions that you've had, uh, they kind of allude to or answer within any of those movies. So I'm okay with the knowledge that I have right now of the Star Wars galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I'm, okay. I'm with you though. I think that they're, they, I mean, they have, Disney has to pay you somehow try and make back all the money that they spent on Star Wars, although they're doing a very good job of it. But they, they need to start turning massive profits and they need to do that for multiple generations to come. So yeah, so the Star Wars stories will have to expand. I'm looking very much forward to the John Favreau Mandalorian show that oh, he's doing. Oh yeah, I can't wait for that. I think, oh, yeah. I think that's going to be really good. I, I Even though I despised The Last Jedi, I will go and watch the next Star Wars movie, the J.J. Abrams one, just to sort of see how it all wraps up i'm still gonna go see that but i want to see new stories i don't want i'm glad that they kind of stepped away from all the origin stories like the the han solo movie was fine it was fine it was fine but it was just unnecessary and i think that you could have taken the talents and if you had to bring ron howard into to do a movie and the cast everybody was amazing i love woody harrelson in all those sci-fi stuff Mm -hmm. like woody harrelson in the hunger games is amazing woody harrelson in the solo movie was amazing i could watch that guy do anything but i would just like to see an original story yeah, I, I feel that too. Like I haven't even watched the new Star Wars yet because I've heard of um, mixed reviews around it. So oh, you haven't watched Last Jedi? No, not yet. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's tough. It wasn't uh, it wasn't good. It was I really the, quite awful. The new trailer's dropping soon, isn't it? Well, because the movie comes out at Christmas. So. Yeah, I think the new trailer's dropping sometime in April. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be around, really. Uh, like, no, when they do like their their Star Wars convention, I think that's usually in and around April. Is it? Yeah. yeah when okay. they have like the cast and the director and everything, and they uh, debut like new droids and new toys. And it's typically then when they release the uh, the trailer. And then they will most likely roll it out before Avengers Endgame in theaters. Oh right? boy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Surprise is on the May the 4th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> May the 4th. Right. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope that helps. Um, I'm always happy to talk yeah. Star Wars with Star Wars fans. Yes, um thank you very much guys. Like you guys are like the best radio show ever. You know, every time I listen to your podcast, like I feel like, you know, if I, every time I tell myself, man, these guys if I had brothers, you guys are it. Older <laughs> brothers. Oh, Mark. So like, oh, man. It, you so nice. know, it, it warms my heart. Oh, you're the Thank best. Thank you very much. Wait, no. do, you, do you have sisters? Yes, I have three younger sisters. Yeah. Oh, what a diss to them, huh? <laughs> 
We're not good enough siblings to you, Mark. You gotta go look for two older brothers. I have. You guys have three older brothers. I count uh, Maury as one of them. Yeah. Oh damn! That's right, a, that's a yeah, but like. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, Mark. Right thank on. you so much for joining us on the podcast. Between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, jeez. Uh, um, Remember, we're brothers. Would, the, bo- the boy's already so <laughs> super nervous, Mocha. Oh, jeez. Uh, I would, okay. I would say Roz because he can help me pick up women. <laughs> Bro, I can help you pick up women? <laughs> but I will bring... Uh, Mocha, when I want to chill with someone. <laughs> like, he's a really cool brother to chill with. Okay, so you want me to help you get the woman, but on your date, you want Mocha there? No, 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 no. Oh, but like, if you want, if I want to, If I want to chill out, like, hang out and everything, oh, it'll be with you. Mocha. But if I want to, if I want a, uh, a wingman, it'll be you, Rod. Oh, I got you. Definitely. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks, bro. I'm a good, I'm a good wingman. <laughs> I'm a real good wingman. I've been a wingman many times in my life. My track record for wingmanning yeah. is actually quite good. Oh, uh, yeah? Oh, yes. Wow. All right, All right buddy. Take care, man. Take care. Bye. Brian W. asks this question, fellas. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is specifically for you, Roz. Oh. Uh, how does Roz have so much swag, oh, and up. can I have some? First of all, Brian, do we still say swag? Because if we do, I'm about fully on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast, yes, we say swag. <laughs> I'm a saint swag. Uh, why do I have so much swag? I didn't. I wasn't aware that I had a lot of swag, to be honest with you. I don't consider myself to be a very uh, swaggy individual. Right, because, true. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and then, see, there's no win because if I go, oh, actually, how I have so much swag, you'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. When has that stopped you before? <laughs> it's a, it's a, this is a tough question to answer. Uh-huh. This is a really tough question to answer. What is your style? Like, my, I, know, I don't know. Like, we always, like, joke around, the three of us, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. About your, like, tight leather pants and right. your leather jacket and all black everything. Yeah. Is that just, like, basically your closet? Like, if we went to your yeah. house right now and opened up your closet, yeah. would it just be... Can we? <laughs> uh... <laughs> would it just be, like, black shirts and mm. black pants? Yeah, I Pretty have... Uh, yeah, I found a pair of jeans that I... Um, that I like. And because I do the TV show, I have a clothing budget, which wow. means that for purposes of doing the show and everything else, they I, I can spend money on clothes and then they reimburse you. Yeah. And I have, I found a pair of diesel jeans that I like and they're black um, wax-coated diesel jeans. And so they're not leather. They look like leather, but they're, they're just waxed denim. So they're flammable. And I have 11 pairs of them. 11? Whoa. Yeah. That is... A lot of pants. Yeah. I have 11 pairs of the exact same jeans. Wow. Yeah. And I wear them. And I still have five that have the tags on them. Because when I wear a pair, I wear them until they disintegrate or reek so bad that you have to get rid Gross. of them. And then Gross. I just go to the drawer and I cut the tags off a brand new pair and start wearing them. Because do you not wash them? No. No, every now and then accidentally Catherine will wash them and then yeah. some of the wax comes off because you're not really supposed to wash them. Right. Uh, and then the wax comes off and then they just start looking like jeans. And who wants to wear jeans? <laughs> <laughs> I recently went through all of my jeans. I had no idea I had so many pair of jeans. Yeah. I had like, I think 11 or 12 maybe. And I got rid of most of them. Because I had just had them in the closet for so long, I totally forgot about them. And I got everything down to, I think, four or maybe five. And out of those four and five, I probably wear two on the regular. Really? Yeah. Wow. I have two that I wear all the time, and there's three that have the tag because I've missed the window to wear them. 
What do you mean you miss a window? Well, because they fit then, don't fit now. Oh, Oh. and you keep them as like, oh, one day I'm going to fit inside of you. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't have those jeans? Gold jeans? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My inspiration (laughs) jeans. Uh, Martin asks, how did Dammit Maury and Dammit Matthew meet? Who asked who out? I'd love to hear the beginning of that epic love story. We met at the, because I've seen him around uh, often. Like I saw him around Like you were stalking him? Well, I just, for some reason, I saw him in my building. I saw him. So you were stalking uh, him. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw him at like events and stuff. And then it was at the Much Music Awards. And then I saw him and I went up and I tapped him on the shoulder like eight times. I'm like, are you Matthew? That was the first thing I ever said to him. How did you know his name? Because I saw press releases and blah, blah, blah. So I assumed that it was... Matthew's like, a publicist for anybody yeah. who's not... Um, <laughs> yeah. He's not press releases. Yeah, like, you have to say... You have to say something. And then something. he goes, yes. And I'm like, I'm Maury. Hi. And he's like, that's great. And then I remember at the end of the night, I went back and I tapped him again. I'm like, okay, I'm going home now. And he's like... Good okay. for you. So, so yeah. the exact same as right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, physically, what did you look like then? Like, what was your hairstyle? I had like a buzz cut. Oh, like, you did? I had no hair. Like, oh, wow. Just, it was like a complete buzz cut, and otherwise I looked completely the same. But well, like, were you dressed up? I was in a, a blue polo shirt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like normal. Blue polo and jeans. And uh-huh. then I emailed him after we emailed back and forth, and I invited him over to watch Big Brother. And I remember when he came over, I left the door unlocked and I was in the shower. And I'm like, Was that just, your move? No, I literally, I was what are you, running Harvey late. Weinstein? Running <laughs> late. <laughs> right, I'm like, just make well, yourself at why, home. Why don't you come in here? Ah, oh, you know what? My shoulder's a little, a little sore. Why don't you give a little rub here? I mean, that is a good move. If it works, it's a great move. Like, and not then, on, I mean, on a date, so, not on a work meeting. And I remember what him did, saying to me that when he walked into my apartment at the time, he thought, no way in hell am I ever going to be with this guy because I had two cats roaming around and the walls were covered in autographed headshots like a Jewish delicatessen. <laughs> or <laughs> like, like a, a dry stalker. cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what the hell is Wait, this? Wait, what time, can you remember what time you invited Matthew over to your place? It would have been like 7 o'clock. Oh yeah, so why were you in the shower at 7 o'clock? I guess after a nap, like I, it was yeah. time to get ready, the boy's coming over. Because that's that was his move. <laughs> I'll leave the, I'll leave the door so unlocked. Weird. And our first meal was cashew nut chicken. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. So that's the story. And then they just fell in love and Matthew was like, get rid of those cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that polo shirt. And, hey. and Maury was like, okay, I'll get rid of the cats. What were your cats' names? Marvin and Sonic. You miss them? I miss Marvin. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn, sorry, Sonic. <laughs> He's got this on the podcast. <laughs> okay, this yeah. is such a weird question. This okay. comes to us from Catherine, okay? Sure. I don't know what kind of TV shows or movies <laughs> you, you're into, Catherine, or what other podcasts you listen to, but... Catherine asks this, Raza Mocha, if you were planning on killing a coworker and then in brackets she put Maury, oh. how would you? Please a say coworker. Kindness. Please yeah. say with kindness. <laughs> killing a coworker, how would you do it? Ooh. You know, when I read that question, the first thing that came to my mind was strangle. Yeah. But because I think the obvious answer would be like, oh, just get a gun and shoot, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. live in a kind of world where I know people who have access to guns. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier to just put something in my hot chocolate? No, because then you're going to find that. How would I kill How would I kill Maury? Probably out of rage. Um, oh, I thought you meant like... <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a, it's a really interesting question. Like if you wanted... Because I'm trying to take this seriously here. How? Because you just like... Where, how you wouldn't get caught. Because the, the whole point would be to not get busted for it, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. Like you, you would have to... Like I don't know people who... Um, like you who 
have access to a gun, so I'm not going to shoot anyone. Would and you put I, ice on the floor and I'd slip and hurt myself? No, no, because like, then you may just get a bruise on your leg. Yeah, you won't die from that. I know there's no security cameras on my street, mm-hmm. so what I might do is when Maury's waiting in the car one day for me. Okay, but hold on. There's a, somebody across the street that's always on the computer in their window. Right, that's true. People do wake up So you, have to, kill, you have to kill that person, too. in my neighborhood. So then I have yeah. to kill my neighbor. Yeah. Okay, so that one's off. Maybe a trip and fall. Maybe we're walking down the, the stairs together one day, and I accidentally lose my footing, but I'm still holding the railing. And as uh-huh. I lose my footing, I deliberately and make sure that Maury goes down all the way on his head. Yeah, but he may, like, just crack his skull and still be alive. You know and- what? I would take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of those where you're like, ah, you know what? Good enough. <laughs> Stay away from them stairs, Maury. <laughs> Amanda M asks this question: Worst injury you've ever had? Oh. Most epic slash dumbest. Oh, okay. So like where I've hurt myself because I've yes. been injured. I've been injured more than most people I know. I've had. Massive hospital stays. And I'm going to say when you broke your toe because you didn't wear shoes outside. I've broken 12 toes. I you only have 10. Yeah, I know. I've broken multiple toes multiple times. 12 times. <laughs> like, I, what have I done that is like just out of sheer stupidity? Like, I broke my... Just drunk stuff. Like, I, I jumped a fence and broke my foot and... Yeah. Like I sat on my own testicles once. Oh, I've done that many oh, times. Who hasn't like, hurt? Like when it you was slide so bad. into a booth. Like oh. it's <laughs> it was, oh. dude. It was so bad that I had to go to the hospital, and oh, that's a bad they pain. had to uh, examine, and it hurt like yeah. bad. Bro, I had to take a day off work. Yeah. Because it hurt so bad. Because of nut pain? Yeah. Wow. You also yeah. zipped up and it was and you caught your yeah. Oh yeah. And when as I a zipped grown on myself, man too. You did not that as here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. as a child, but doing that as a grown man, that hurts a lot too. I got one. What's that? I sliced my finger off when I was putting the tricycles away at daycare. I wanted to help. And you put them in the garage. You got You can't say off. stuff like you sliced your finger off. Look at the scar. You I'm didn't slice your finger off. Dude, so your finger physically came off of your body know, but more, you or you cut slice yourself. your finger off you cut your finger real bad it was hanging by a thread no it wasn't no it wasn't you're such a, a liar why do you lie look at this how I, many stitches this many i don't how know many? was that six no that's like 20 something no it's oh, not whatever, Mari, dude please. you're such a Mari, liar have you ever seen what a finger looks like when it's come off and they got to put it back on no, but this was pretty close. Oh, <laughs> Whatever, please, dude. You cut your finger Maury. when you were a child. Um, <laughs> I have, I have one finger that is much shorter than the than it should be. Is yeah. it the thumbs? Be, be, no, my pinky finger, because of stupidity from fighting when I was younger. Uh huh. So I have no knuckle on this hand right here. Let me see on that baby finger, right? So there's no knuckle oh, there. Oh wow, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah so I on have, your right I, hand. Yeah, wow. my right hand. I have no knuckle there, and um. Mm. So if you here, come over here for a second, Maury. And okay. and and look, if I go like this, that's as far in as it goes. Like if I put my fingers together, my baby finger sticks out. Yeah. So your pinky and ring finger form a V. Yeah. How do you put gloves on? Yeah. You can't put your. No, that's as far in as it goes. Your pinky finger against your ring finger. No. no wow. That's that's, that's, as, that's as far in as it goes. Really? And, and so here, can you Maury, wiggle it at all? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I can, you I can, can do all do that. Like yeah. Stuff, okay. Yeah. So Maury, see, look at this. See on this hand right here. So my baby finger. If you hold your hand on your left all your fingers together. Right, yeah. and your palm towards your face. You see the lines underneath the tips of your fingers, the, yeah. the, the, the sort of dividing lines. Uh-huh. My pinky on my left hand 
comes up above that line on my ring finger, right? Like just a, just above it? that line on my ring finger. See right there? See this line right here? Yeah. Comes up oh, just wow. above that, right? Yeah. Now look at my, I'll show you my other hand. So look where this pinky finger comes up. Okay, so that's your left hand. And then I'll push this one there. See how much shorter? See how much shorter it is? It's oh. like a half. It's a half inch shorter. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. So I have one of my baby fingers is a full half inch shorter. He has to hold his hand. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's super weird. Yeah, yeah. I have one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got that from fighting. So I got in a fight because I used to fight a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. I got in a fight. Like and- kid fight club. Yeah, but like old enough where it really hurt. Like oh, okay. not kid fight club. Like you like people would like it was nasty. And yeah. so I I fought a guy and I broke my hand. And then they had to put me in a cast that looked like a giant boxing glove. So it was only my my index finger and my thumb sticking out. All my yeah. other fingers are folded down into a fist, yeah. into a giant cast. It's right? like you're doing uh, gun fingers. Like gun fingers, yeah. yeah. Everything else was in a cast. Yeah. And then so I had to have that on while it healed because they put a pen in my hand and they did everything else. And then so I got the cast off. I had the cast off for one week and I got in another fight and, oh, bro- no. and, bro- and broke it again. And had to go back in for another operation. You're scary. And so the the top of uh, my bone right here on my on my hand, the top of the knuckle, you know, like the ball part that connects with the other ball part yeah, on your right hand, was yeah. down in my wrist. Oh my sticking, god, sticking out. So I broke it off, and then it moved it its way all the way down. And my baby finger was hanging off my hand ah! like a tail, like oh! off, off the off the side of it with nothing holding it there. It was just loose <laughs> just inside the skin, around? just flopping around. Ah, gross. <laughs> Gross. So, more. you want to tell us the story of how you... Uh... I sliced my finger off. Yeah. <laughs> how do you type with that hand? Do you yeah. accidentally I don't hit use other... It. I don't oh. use it. I don't use it. And sometimes in the winter, it'll freeze and I won't know. And then I'll put my hand <laughs> in my pocket. I'll go to put my hand in my pocket and it will be hanging out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. B asks, what's one thing people always misunderstand about you? Oh. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I will say. I will say something about you, Mocha, which is, uh, I don't think anybody doesn't think you're anything other than a just wonderful person. But I don't know if people know how wonderful. Oh, you that's are. really nice. Thank yeah, you. So I think that that may be the misunderstanding is that they think you're nice and kind, but I don't know if they know to the level. Oh, that's nice, really nice. Nice and kind. Just the fact that you remember everything about everyone. And, and it's funny. We talk about this all the time when the show first started. And when we were starting out on this show, because I still didn't know you that well uh-huh. when we were starting out on the show. And I remember that you used to take your vacation so you could take your goddaughter to Disney World. Yeah. And when you did that, I was like, you know what? This is a guy I want to work with forever because he takes that amount of time out of his life uh, to go to Disney World with somebody who's not even his kid, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this guy. Oh, there's that's nothing so nice. wrong. So I, I would, I would say, I would say that about you, Maury. Are there things people misunderstand about you? Oh, can you answer for me, please? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bro, you're, you're not going to level up on that story yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't so know. Be careful if you. <laughs> no, I'm, I, Ross, go ahead. I don't okay. know if you, I don't know if you want me to, Maury. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> do you want to say anything about Do you yourself? No, I, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything where people misunderstand about you? Nope. No. I don't. I can't come up with an answer. I think I just don't understand the meaning of misunderstanding. Oh, okay. Here's what here's what does happen. Okay, is whenever anybody asks me a question about more, they're always like, "Oh my god, I love the show. You guys are so funny." More is hysterical, but like, be honest, is he really like that? <laughs> <laughs> so they misunderstand me. 
No, I think that they are... Um, Curious? I, I don't think they want to believe you're you. Yeah. What do you tell them? I tell them that we would never ask you to be that way because that would be cruel. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. You know what? I will say another uh, misunderstanding that I've heard... So people who listen to the show who have never seen what we look like, right. oh. this is weird. They think that you, Roz, are black, right? And they think that I'm white. Really? Huh? I get but you're black white, too. and I'm okay, <laughs> and I'm <Maury>. brown. <laughs> yeah, okay, Maury. Seriously, sure. people always say you sound like a like a tall black man. <laughs> okay, a tall black yeah, man. Yeah, I've never heard that in my entire life. Yeah, more. A lot of people have said a lot of things to me about you. Like, believe me, a lot. Um, <laughs> Nobody has ever said, you know, before I actually met Maury, I thought he was a tall black man. <laughs> I think it's my really deep voice. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Next question. This is a really good one for you, Roz, because yeah. I think you would, um, you're, you're just so good at this kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, Stephanie says, what would your... What would your dream home look like, especially for Roz? Like, if you had free reign on designing slash building a space for yourself, mm -hmm. what would it look like? Because you are, you have that that mentality, that mm -hmm. like architectural uh, intelligence, let's call it, where the design for you comes so natural. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Is I was going to be an architect. Um, I'm really into like I. There's fad designs which I do enjoy. I like a I like a fad design yeah. that's going to come and go and, and you and you know. But that that's more sort of like decorating than actual design. Um, I will always, regardless. I mean, I love modern, but I don't love ultra modern. I like flat roofs. I like tons of windows, and I like one floor. Right. Yeah. Um, so for me, my ultimate aesthetic when it comes to uh, the the best house, right, is either going to be something that is um, a refurbished mid-century modern, yeah. which I love, like if that sort of uh, Palm Springs aesthetic where it's these sort of flat roofs with yep. just tons of windows and everything else. So mid-century modern for me is where I always go back. That's sort of my number one. I love that look. I've always loved that look. Yeah. Um, just big fireplaces and- uh, You like all that and, natural and, light coming in. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that that like, if, if you have to like search anything like mid-century modern would be my, my sort of number one, number one aesthetic when it comes to the design of a house. Stephanie Lewis asks this question. Do you guys cycle through a regular list of meals like spaghetti once a week, taco once a week, etc., or do you make new things most of the time? David Mori. Uh, we, because well, there's only so many things you can make. I mean, we usually start the week off with the same stuff, like Matthew make a chili so it lasts a few days, and we always celebrate Fridays by ordering um, pad thai mm -hmm. from our favorite pad thai place. Um, but, and then when Matthew's away, like this weekend, I'll order secretly my favorite mac and cheese. Right. And then Why secretly of, though? Because I'm not allowed to have mac and cheese. No, uh, pad thai noodles, rice noodles, right? So. Yeah, but we get the gluten-free. Gluten-free rice noodles. Yeah. Huh. But aren't rice noodles in themselves gluten-free? I have no idea. So I click gluten-free. They give a gluten-free option. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Right, I love pad thai. Wait, you're not allowed to have mac and cheese? Of course not. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> because like, um... Look at me, you know. Matthew always says you you're not you don't have the body for mac and cheese. Right. Oh, ouch! That hurts. <laughs> so I hurts. I would disagree and say no. You absolutely have the body for mac and cheese. <laughs> it really shows. So I order a large, wolf it down, and throw out the container and air freshen the room. Right. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> in our house, I think we do uh, you eat a pizza. Lot of pizza and pasta. We yeah. do pizza once a week and we do pasta once a week. That's yeah. the most consistent. Every single week, uh, at least one day, we'll have pizza and or pasta. I pasta. will often cook three different meals in one night. One for me, one for Catherine, and one for Roxy. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of time, though. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. I but don't you mind like being it. in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, I like being in the kitchen. You're right. I will say that if I obsess about a meal, if I ever go back to a meal and eat it more than one night a week, sometimes five nights a week, and then I'll carry that over to two weeks, um, I do the same thing, which is to take a baked potato and I cook it and I put olive oil and salt and pepper on it. And then I take a salad and I put that in a bowl and I put it in the bottom of the bowl and I cut it open the potato and then I put the salad on top of the potato. Then I put chicken on top of the salad and then mm. I eat everything with the chicken, the salad and the boiling hot baked potato underneath it out of the same bowl mm. at the same time. And that is my ultimate number one What do you meal. do when you're cooking though? Like do you listen to loud music and dance around or what is your thing? Um, sometimes if I'm alone, I will, yeah. Um, or I'll talk to, oftentimes Roxy will be in the-, in the I literally in the, thought you were going to say I talked to the cats. No, I do talk to the cats because <laughs> Fig's always on the counter up in my business. But, <laughs> But, uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I've always obsessed about food where if I get on a kick of something that I like, I'll just go hard on it. Speaking of, by the way, that's what she said. Speaking quickly of food, this is easy. Where does Roz order his chicken and fries and gravy from? Oh, like chicken fingers or like rotisserie chicken? Because Swiss chalet to me is like rotisserie chicken, but I also love Portuguese chicken when you get mm, one, one of those places because you yes. get those little round potatoes and yes. the rice mm. and the everything else and the the, the, so the peri peri hot sauce, which is oh. really great. Mm. So that is really my number one. Like if you I'm get ordering that from Nando's, if yeah, Nando's is Nando's yeah, does real I, good. I like Nando's rice as well. They do really great. Oh my rice. god, the rice is so good. Thank you. But Jack yeah. Astor's chicken fingers. Now chicken oh. fingers. Jack Astor's has the best chicken fingers. Absolute best, hands down. They yeah. do the best chicken fingers. Yeah. Jack Astor's Chicken Fingers and Fries. Oh, that's mm. my go-to. All right, there we go. All right, uh, every week on Instagram, you will find us at Kiss925. Post a picture on Wednesdays usually that reads Ask Roz and Mocha, and that is where you can ask your question. And on the following podcast, we'll try to answer as many of them as we can. We'll also invite one of you to join us to ask your question on the podcast. And uh, again, wherever it is you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Frequency Network, feel free to leave a rating and or review you uh subscribe and share with your friends thanks for listening to the Roz and mocha show podcast catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on kiss 92.5 kiss 92.5.com or on the kiss 92.5 app